This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. By the way, a drum set will work, too. Oh, Acoustic drum set in the house. All right, 215-263-WMMR. All right, today is Friday, April 3rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the Trump administration is formalizing new guidance to recommend that many Americans wear face masks covering when leaving the home in an effort to slow the spread of the new coronavirus. Of course, after um, I told everyone, no, it's pointless, don't wear them. Now they're telling people, wear them. Well, and again, it's so when I've gone out to the store, Kathy, most people that I would probably assume to be at higher risk kind of already have them on. Well, yeah, yeah and those were the people that they were saying yeah. to, to wear them. They're, not, they're saying just the everyday person doesn't really have to wear them. And that's kind of like, you know, I was talking to some friends and family and I told them that this was a few weeks ago because that's what they were saying a few weeks ago, that yeah. we didn't all need to wear them. Well, the recommendation still being finalized Thursday would apply to those who live in areas hard hit by uh, community transmission of the virus that causes COVID-19. A person familiar with the White House Coronavirus Task Force's discussion said officials would suggest that non-medical masks, T-shirts, or a bed bandanas be used to cover okay. the nose and mouth when outside of the home, for instance, at the grocery store or the pharmacy. So the Crips and Bloods are set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I was going to ask, I'm glad you were able to specify because I, I, I don't have any face masks. Was it like N95? But I do have what are classically known as buffs. You remember buffs from the... Uh, buffs? No, uh, from the Survivor days. Yes. That, you know, um, so you yeah, can, you the, can the, use... a do-rag that you can yeah. actually pull down. You can use it on top of your head or around your mouth. Or, you, right, yeah. As a... Was you can do that. Balaclava yeah, that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we have a bunch of those because we wear them when we take the top off of the Jeep. Oh, uh, yeah, to, nice. keep, to keep the dirt and stuff out of your face? No, no, no. Well, you can use yeah, that, yeah. but you can also pull it up so it covers your hair. So right. your hair, you don't have crazy Jeep hair later on. But yeah, I was thinking about <laughs> if it does come to this, I could just use that. And I, yeah. I, listen, yeah. I understand none of this stuff is 100%, but you do what you can. You, you know what I mean? You're, you're doing what you can. So, so what they're talking about also in a large extent is like in, you know, in areas where you are on top of each other, yeah. you know, as you go out. Now, I I feel confident I'll go to my Acme. I have a, a leather mask that zips up in the back and there's an ashtray sticking out of Perfect. Out of the mouth? Yeah. Is anybody and, smoking? And me, I think, yeah, well, nobody's smoking. Yeah. That's not healthy. No. So listen, the medical grade masks, which Casey did mention, particularly in short supply, uh, the N95 masks would be reserved for those dealing directly with the sick. So those are still going to be for the hospitals, the nurses. Uh, but Trump, who was tested again for coronavirus Thursday using the new rapid test, indicated Tuesday he would support such a recommendation. If people wanted to wear them, they can, he said. It's not a bad idea, at least for a period of time, Trump, Trump said earlier in the week. The White House said Trump's latest test returned a negative result in 15 minutes. And Trump said uh, that or, and they said that Trump was healthy and without any symptoms. Vice President Mike Pence announced Thursday that the White House was considering direct payments to hospitals to cover COVID-19 treatments costs for uninsured Americans. The emerging guidance on masks appeared to be more limited than a CDC draft of the guidance, which suggests the recommendation apply, apply to nearly all Americans all over the country, according to the federal official who has seen the draft but was not authorized to discuss it. Officials were uh, expected to limit its geographic scope to just those areas where the virus was spreading rapidly. 
rapidly, the official said. The formal announcement is expected sometime today, Friday. Under the previous guidance, only the sick and those at high risk of complications from the respiratory illness uh, were advised to wear masks. The new proposal was driven by research showing that some infections are being spread by people who seem to be healthy. So that would be the reason for everybody wearing the mask. On Wednesday, Eric Garcetti, the mayor of Los Angeles, urged his city's 4 million residents to wear masks when they are in public. On Thursday, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio followed suit in his city, the epicenter of the virus spread in the United States. And Kathy, though, they're also saying that with that and with this um, call to perhaps uh, wear a mask if you want to or, or, you know, as, as an extra added level of precaution, that people need to realize that when they're putting on the mask, they can't be touching their faces while they're doing it. Right. So there's a, a way to put them on and, and do it. And there's a whole Wait, what? what now? So in other words, you're saying that the the act of taking the mask on and off, if you have if you haven't followed a proper protocol, has you touching your face as well as you secure it. Yeah. And yeah. So your just make sure your hands are clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you yeah, can even touch like your face. They, right, even, right. Yeah. they yeah. even talk about like pushing up your glasses and stuff like that. Like that's all part of touching your face. And, and this really applies when you're out in public and saying, right. you know, touching other things, a, a grocery cart or making or out with like strangers. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I, this was like very refreshing to hear this story because of course, you know, the media focuses on all of the, the bad things that no. are happening in a time like this. But a 102 year old man from Ben Salem has recovered from the coronavirus. Wow. There's, awesome. been a, there's been a few stories yeah. of, of centrogenarians and, but I didn't know there was a local one. Kat. Yeah. He's, mm. he's in Ben Salem. So Angelo Ralphie Trotter, father of three children and grandfather of four was diagnosed with COVID-19 last month. His daughter Donna noticed the drastic and unexpected change. All of a sudden, he kept jumping out of bed. He wouldn't stay in bed. He was very agitated and going into a seizure type thing, she says, and sweating. I took his temperature. It was 104. She immediately took him to St. Mary's Medical Center. That's where they discovered he was fighting COVID-19. He was also battling a major UTI and had sepsis. Uh, Donna says that he's also entering the early stages of dementia. Considering his age, the family didn't think that he was going to make it. But as of now, Angelo Trotter has tested negative once for the virus. He will have to test negative one more time in order to be discharged from the hospital. That's great news, but imagine you live long enough where your body temperature is your age. Wow. Yeah. And survive that. And survive it. Jeez. <laughs> A modification to Governor Carney's state of emergency declaration now gives troopers in Delaware the authority to pull over out-of-state drivers. Delaware State Police say Carney's order authorizes any Delaware law enforcement officer to stop a vehicle within the state simply because they're displaying out-of-state tags. The authorization does not apply to vehicles traveling on 95, 295, or 495. So basically, you can travel through the state. You just can't go on local roads. Why is this? Is this because people are going there to get their liquor and stuff? Well, you know, of course, that was the first thing I thought of, and I was like, well, it's right off of 95, I could probably still get away with it. Right. Um, Just keep your shotgun out the window. (laughs) During the stop, troopers may ask limited questions related to the driver's recent travel. The driver will be advised that if they are coming into Delaware from out of state, that they are required by law to self-quarantine for 14 days while in Delaware or immediately return to their home state, according to New the news release. They also said, Kathy, it's a, it's a way of uh, uh, moving along some of those surplus uh, Senator Coons bobbleheads. No. <laughs> they're going to give they're them gonna, out. They're going to pass those out. <laughs> he actually yeah. has those. <laughs> he does. Troopers will be monitoring. <laughs> troopers will be monitoring non-interstate roadways, which have been identified as having a large volume of out-of-state travelers. Authorities said they are uh, limited expectations that allow for out-of-state persons or vehicles to enter Delaware without being required to self-quarantine, including motorists who are passing through Delaware en route to other states. Motorists may leave their home state, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, or others uh, to work for a Delaware 
designated essential business to care for a family member in Delaware or for health care reasons. Out-of-state employees who work for an essential business in Delaware but who could otherwise do their work from home, they're being asked to remain at home. Out-of-state visitors who fail to self-quarantine could face criminal charges, officials said. In sports this morning... The NBA is exploring the feasibility of holding its entire postseason in Las Vegas. The league could play best-of-five series in the first round and the finals with one-and-done style tournament replacing the two rounds in between. That'd be wild. A league, yeah, a league source says that the NBA was nowhere close to formalizing anything but added uh, nothing is off of the table. According mm. to Milwaukee Bucks GM John Horst, we believe that we're going to play. Everything we're doing every day, our communication and our preparations, everything we talk about is be prepared to play at some point and finish out the season and have a resumption. If the NBA comes back, the games almost certainly wouldn't be in front of fans and teams would not be able to travel around the country. The idea is to have a city where the players and coaches and teams stay and Las Vegas could be that city. I would I would play it like Dude Perfect and just have the players from their homes yeah. throw basketballs off their balconies yeah. and try to score shots to a playground across the street. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> a rematch between Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson is in the works. Joining the twosome will be a pair of NFL quarterback icons, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. According to reports, Brady would pair with Mickelson and Manning would play with Woods, and the match could happen as early as May. CNBC reported the match would be televised on one of their Warner Media Company's television networks, such as Turner Sports TNT. Mickelson won the $9 million by defeating Woods on the 22nd hole in the match in uh, November of 2018, but this time all of the money raised would benefit charities associated with coronavirus relief. And Bryce and Kay Kayla Harper are donating $500,000 to help those in most immediate need battling the effects of coronavirus in their hometown of Las Vegas and in Philadelphia, their home away from home. The Harpers released a statement which read, in part, Las Vegas will always be our family's first home. Philadelphia, our home away from home, welcomed us with open arms from day one. These communities mean so much to us, and Kayla and I want to do our part to help battle the effects of the virus in Vegas and Philly. In partnership with Direct Relief and Three Square in Las Vegas and Phil Abundance in Philadelphia, our family has committed $500,000 to help those in most immediate need. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Appreciate it. So we did have listener Frank who was on the line with his guitar all tuned up and plugged in and ready to go, but he, he hung up. I think he chickened out. I'll bet oh, you his wife really? looked over at him and said, what are you doing? I know. I know exactly. <laughs> I, I, I figured it'd be tough to get uh, people because right now in the, in the unique conditions that we're living in, um, we don't have as many people awake at this particular part of the day. Uh, they will release from their slumber a little bit later on, but it's tough to get people up who who aren't on their way to work and are just hanging around the house with their, you know, with their flying V and Marshall Mm -hmm. stack ready to go. (laughs) You always turn on before you... I think it's worth doing one... Checking one more time. Yeah, the thing is... is you can't solicit too far in advance for something like this because the idea is to wake somebody else up and... Uh, it they can plan ahead of time and say, you yeah. know, I'm going to do this, and you come in and, and pretend like you were asleep. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I wanted to kind of spring it on you guys and the audience yeah, and, right, and, right, and right, try right. and make it happen. Now, but, it might you know, be fake. Yeah, so, but anyhow. Thanks, Frank. But yeah, Frank. We're all set to go. You got you teased us with that. But hang on. Jeff is on the line with something completely different. He wants to mention something about uh, Delaware and Total Wine. Hey, uh, Jeff, good morning, sir. Hey, that's it. How are you guys doing today? Good, good man. Well. What's up, bud? 
Not much. Uh, I live down here in Delaware, and actually the Delaware State Police are hanging out in the parking lot at Home Depot and with the total wine. They are turning away anybody without a state down. Oh, okay. that total is, wine. I mean, that really yeah. was the first thing I thought of, but I'm like, they can't really put this into place in the entire state just for total wine, but... Well, <laughs> so there, and, well, and different states are obviously trying to curtail the amount of people coming in and out uh, of, of the state and, and uh, having people adhere to the stay-at-home order. So, uh, but of course, if I was a trooper, I'd probably sit in the parking lot of Total Wine as well. Yeah, but there might there might be some other joints. Thank you, by the way, Jeff. You know, they're near the Maryland border and all that. So yeah. I, I don't really know. That's crazy, Kath. I know that when I have gone to Total Wine in the past, there's I always feel like there is a state trooper that's right there, and I'm like, oh my god, they're totally here for me. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not going to turn left. I'm going right out of this parking lot. I'm going to go. Yeah. I've pretended like I was going to Home Depot and then like wrapped around and parked a total line. Well, I used to live. Okay, so I used to live in Upper Chichester. Yeah. And it was like a like a, a seven eight minute drive yeah. to get over to Total Wine from where I was. Although I was in Pennsylvania, and yeah. but but we would go through like a neighborhood to yeah. cross. Oh, the, the, the I Delaware. went down like Smithbridge Road. Yeah, like, see that's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. So you don't you don't you don't take ninety five and, and and go that way. You go through the neighborhood. But like you would you cross seven... the river with your arms over your head and you're right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know this is a whole other conversation, but like you lived seven minutes away, so yeah, like technically you're not allowed to go there for alcohol. Like no, I don't, no I it's state. Lines or state lines. That's you know? absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. So, but I always went. Matter. I yeah. always went there on ninety five because you know I want to get there fast. But I always went the back roads home. <laughs> always went the back roads home. That's funny. All right. <laughs> well, thus is the world we're in right now, folks. And listen, it is it's Friday, so that's wonderful. And one of the things that we do on Friday is give away our word of the week prize. We have a four pack of tickets. For Tenacious D, the Purple Nurple Tour, and we will give that away at the end of the program today. That show's not till October 7th at the Met. So if you've been keeping track of the letters, please hang in there. Now, we also have another way for you to win some goodies, and that's cold, hard cash. Something that anybody and everybody can really use right about now. It's MMR's Rock Refund. We'll do it at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. And then you have Pierre twice, and uh, Jackson will do that those particular times are noon and two at Pierre, four and six with Jackson, and then Jackie Bam Bam with your last nice. chance of the day at 8 p.m. So get in on it today because we don't resume that until Monday. So we would like you to uh, to win that money. It'd be wonderful. A couple of guests on the program today. We have joining us Kate Flannery of The Office. Checking in with Kate, seeing how she's doing. That's going to feel good because uh, she's, uh, you know, she's responsible for one of our favorite buttons on the console over there. I'm looking at it yeah. right now. The Flannery switch. Because she cursed, I think, four times during one interview. Yeah, yeah. now and it's we, sort of her thing. She's yeah. got to give us one, at least. And that's our dump button. Uh, and then we also have Jane Seymour. And, Nick, how did, did you handle it? Who, who, no, Kathy. Kathy. Oh, Kathy, how did this come about? Um, I just reached out to, um, you know, we had her in a couple of times. She's been to our studio a few times. We've had her on the phone. She's um, done some appearances at a local art gallery. So um, I just reached out to her people and said, would she want to come on? And, and they asked her, and she said, yeah, sure. Awesome. That's very cool, because I was just watching, I was telling you, Preston, I was watching Live and Let Die last night, which is one of the first times you ever saw her. And just a beautiful woman. She's awesome. Yeah. And a lot of fun, too. Yes. Uh, so she will be joining us uh, around 10 o'clock this morning. So chatting with some friends, having a good time. Uh, and we got some other things to get to. So uh, we'll take a break, come back in a moment. Business as usual with the stupid question and the entertainment report. Make sure you stay with us this morning. We're going to do our best to have a good time. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? 
Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The Why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. There's more to every story if you take the time to tell it. Subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so I'm going to ask the stupid question, and we're going to give away as a prize a Philly's Yingling prize pack. And the question that I will ask is this. Which one of the X-Men gave us the classic quote, I'm the best there is at what I do? Mm. 215-263-WMMR. I don't know that it ever popped up in the movies. Maybe paraphrased at one point, but definitely in the comics. Which one of the X-Men gave us the classic quote, I'm the best there is at what I do? 215-263-WMMR. While you are calling in, I'll mention some people that are celebrating birthdays today. And there are a lot of them, by the way. Uh, it is Sebastian Bach's birthday of Skid Row on uh, April 3rd. Weren't we just talking about him? Something related oh, to him. Um, just to, because of the word Sebastian. Uh, you were, because you, uh, was Sebastian the two. And like we oh, well, yeah. what Sebastian would I be talking? Oh, because Sebastian called. Yep, and that's we're it. like, well, Sebastian, who, who's who's on that's the phone? It, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and Sebastian we started going through all the Sebastians <laughs> that we knew. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, powerful voice, actually. Yeah. Is he is he still in the area? He was in the area, wasn't he? I don't know. I saw was him at a Kiss concert one time. <laughs> did you? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was when they when they did their they put the makeup back on. This right. was 1996, probably, and uh, two rows and to the right of me. Sebastian Bach comes walking up and 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 not like trying to hide who he was. Right. He's like high fiving people's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah for kiss. Yeah, and he was going crazy during the concert. Oh, that's awesome. It was really cool. I remember. I thought he had like a house right on the river. I think. Not and, sure. Uh, who knows? The legend of Sebastian Bach. He's uh, fifty-two today. Uh, Kath, if you, I can't see you on our uh, our FaceTime. Oh. So says Kr. I hear you kind of uh, mumbling, but I can't see any hand signals oh, if you want to actually chat. So. There but there we are. How'd you do that? How'd you fix that? Uh, there's a little, like, a camera button, um, okay. and I guess I pressed it, but sometimes right. I forget. There we go. <laughs> All right, uh, Alec Baldwin's birthday is today, too. Uh, he is 62 years old. Quarantining with Hilaria. Yep, that is correct. And the, how many kids? Five kids? Man. Do they have that many now? They have a lot of kids. Well, they were trying to have another one, remember, and she had a miscarriage. Yeah, so, very sad. Uh, so, yeah, they, they continue to expand the family. And she recently said uh, in an interview that he, uh, for the first five or six weeks of dating, uh, only shook her hand. Before he kissed her. He waited a long time. Wow. Yes. Very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Chivalrous. Yes. And gay. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's 62. Hey, a woman who is sat here in this very studio and just shows you the... Uh, um, I guess the uh, the range of guests that we will have on the program, Jane Goodall, oh. yes, has her birthday today. Anthropologist known for her work with the uh, African uh, chimpanzees and and uh, all, all kinds. Used of Used to watch all her specials. They used to carry her specials on uh, ABC and uh, wonderful. I, that was the time when they'd have you'd have Jane Goodall, you'd have Jacques Cousteau, yeah, you'd have primetime specials like that, documentaries. Yeah, uh, she's eighty six today. Wow. Uh, it's also Eddie Murphy's birthday today. I was just watching Harlem Nights. 
Remember that movie? Oh, God, They're yes. playing the hell out of that movie. Really? It's still not that good, but it's better than it was. I was hoping for more as yeah, well yeah. when it came out. There, it had moments, but uh, I, I forgot was who was the um, uh, the large woman, the older Della Reese. Della Reese. Was it Della Reese? Yeah. yeah, shot me in my pinky toe, <laughs> <laughs> and she punches him. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, it's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was kind of an uneven movie. Yeah. So, uh, what are we listening to? Oh, his um, amazing. Oh, party all the time. Good audio quality. Yeah, yes. this is terrible. Uh, is he, this off your boombox? <laughs> he is uh, 59 years old today. And I'm, I'm curious as to what the status of Coming to America Part 2 is. Uh, I, I'm hoping it was done. Yeah. And that they were just doing, uh, the, you know, if you, okay, if you're looking for a movie to, to watch, uh, My Name is Dolomite. Mm. Uh, with Eddie Murphy. Good? Yeah, really good. Okay. And there's also, if you want to compare it, too, you have the uh, opportunity to watch an actual documentary, which I believe is also on Netflix, about Dol- Rudy Ray Moore, who plays okay. Dolomite. And it's just, it's fun. I-, I was always a fan of those movies. Nice. Uh, so 59 years old today, Eddie Murphy. And speaking of kids, he's got like a gazillion kids. Uh, like 10. With from like 10, from different 15 women. different wives. I don't yeah. know how he did that. But he did it. Uh, it's Wayne Newton's birthday oh, today. Well, honestly, I... I Keep forgetting he's alive. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Wayne Newton. I think. Does he still have a Vegas act? Or no, not anymore. No. Okay. Uh, he used to though. He ru- well, maybe he does. He was Mr. Vegas for a while. He man. ruled it. And Preston, yeah. I remember seeing a uh, maybe it was a Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous of his sprawling Vegas oh, yeah. estate that actually had. Like a locomotive, a la Neverland, that ran around it. It's as Vegasy as you want it yeah, to be, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the the wild thing is, for the longest time, because I was a kid when uh, you know uh, Doc Shane was out, and I I thought that was a girl. A lot uh, of yeah. people did because yeah. he was so young, right? And he was this plump, roly poly sort was. of looking kid, and he was like. 12? 12 years yeah. old or something like that. Yeah. How do you spell Donkashane? D-E-N-K-E. Donkashane, I think. But, you know, it's probably not uh, in the system case. Donkachino was the original title. Oh, yeah, and yeah. they changed it. Uh, Steve, he's still got a show. He's at Caesars Palace. They, they're canceled really? for April. Yeah, but he's still performing in Vegas. Yeah. You, you know in what? The, in I, that, it, oh, go ahead. I, I, I'm sorry. I spoke to somebody who we used to work with. She went to the, to the Wayne Newton show. She came back. She's like... It was the most un-PC thing I've, I've ever no. seen in a performance. Well, and he's, do, he's doing old-style Vegas stage hey, here's stuff. my impression of a Chinaman. Yeah, Steve, it was like literally he's, yeah. he's taking a drink and yeah. he's like, hmm, me want him fire water, you know, and stuff like that. But he's part Indian. So he can get away with it. So he can get away with that. Yeah, he can get away with it. That's right. how he gets away with it. In the, what is it, the, is it the fourth vacation movie? They go to Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's uh, Beverly D'Angelo has a massive crush on uh, on uh, Wayne, Wayne Newton, Newton, which yeah. is borderline science fiction. Yep, he is uh, seventy eight today. David Hyde Pierce, the actor, Frasier, uh, Niles Crane. That's coming back too. The uh, reboot. Yeah, uh, that's good. That that was what a great ensemble cast. <sighs> the, the sad part is the dad passed away. Yeah. Yeah. John Mahoney. Yep. Uh, so David Hyde Pierce is uh, sixty one years old today. Uh, Jenny Garth. Of Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, she is uh, 48. That horrible Beverly 90210 or BH 90210 reboot. Yeah. How's Jenny? How did she look? I was, she looks she, great. She was the one I, I found most attractive. Uh, I like and, and I didn't watch that yeah. show. So, uh, But all right, she's, uh, like I said, 48 years old today. Uh, also uh, turning a year older is Amanda Bynes. Who was also on a show with Jenny Garth. Was she? Oh, that's right. She's yeah. all that? Or yeah, what, yeah. wait, what was the name of that? Uh, Who that? 
What does it say Forget on her... Um, was it Nickelodeon show? Uh, yes. She, well, these are all movies. What a Girl Wants, She's the Man in Hairspray. Uh, but on one of those Nickelodeon What shows, I Like About You? That might have been it. I don't know. And that was like the time all that. she started... All that. That's all it. That. All that was the Nickelodeon <clears throat> show. Yep. yep. When she started to go a little crazy. Yeah. So it was like I right think, around that time. I think something, uh, yeah, something in her switch, uh, whatever. Yeah, the Amanda Bynes that you remember I don't think will ever resurface, mm-hmm. but I think everyone obviously hopes that whatever, you know, that she can have some stability in her life. Yeah. She's, she's pregnant. Uh, oh. Yeah, that was the word. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen any follow-up since then yet, uh, Steve, so we'll have to follow that story. She's 34 today. Uh, Ari Spears been by here a number of times. Ari Spears, I'll always remember, he came out to one of our Keenan's broadcasts. Oh, yeah. And again, here's an entertainer who's pretty much seen it all, yeah. and he's looking around like, <laughs> what in the F? Yeah. And the great thing about him, he just says it. He won't. Yeah. He, he doesn't throw a filter on. Yep, he's uh, 45 today. Uh, Tony Orlando oh! has a birthday today. Oh, my darling, not three times oh. on the ceiling if you want me. I think, it, and, and it's so hard because we've been doing this show for so long that it's hard to remember all the people that have been by for interviews, but I think one of the most fun yeah. interviews was Tony Orlando. It was. And, and we were, it, it was... Um, because when he was getting ready to come by, we're like, oh, it's, you know, it's Tony Orlando. He's kind of a joke, you know, yeah. this and that. He was wonderful. He had so many great stories. He was the nicest man. He was self-deprecating. You know, yeah. it's important to us. And so uh, even when the show, like Tony Orlando and Dawn, the variety show, was on CBS years ago, which he was amazed that I, I knew about <laughs> and remembered. But uh, even then, he was sort of cheesy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're right, Preston. It's a lot of fun. Good guy. 76 today. Uh, actor Matthew Good. Uh, he was one of the stars in the movie The Imitation Game. In Watchmen, he played Ozymandias. Uh, really? He was on really? Downton Abbey. Uh, yeah, he's a good actor. He's uh, 42 years old today. Uh, Kobe Smulders. Oh, yep. Love her. Marvel Universe. Now, I don't, I never know the name of her character. Agent. In the, yeah, it's Agent something. I just never remember. God damn. And, and she's still great in it. See, Kobe Smulders. Sounds- Agent Hill. Was Agent it? Hill. Agent Hill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Super badass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So many great scenes that you forget about. And then when yeah. you watch the movies, you go, oh, yeah, she's so cool. I was just going to say, her uh, Kobe Smulders, her actual name sounds like yeah. her agent's shield name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one one of my favorite lines from her was uh, in Winter Soldier. And then uh, when they meet... Uh, um, Oh, uh, uh, Falcon. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he starts to join the group and, and she rescues him and takes off her helmet, she's like, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. She's uh, 38 today. And then the last birthday, it's Paris Jackson's birthday today. Ah. Michael's 22-year-old daughter. Yeah, girl. Yeah, she's... Yeah, girl. <laughs> she's... 22. She's a beautiful young lady. She's safe. Gorgeous eyes. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. She really is. And, I again, all of the kids have are fairly normal, and they all adore him. Yeah. That You can say that. Every one of them. So I don't know if he could parse out his regular life with whatever he was doing as his hobby, but they all seem to adore him. Yep, so happy 22nd. Nick? We got one more, Preston, uh, and I should have told you this before, but it's Bernie Perrant's birthday. Oh! Bernie! And it's a big one. He turns 75 today. No kidding. Boy, that's a vibrant 75-year-old right there, Bernie Perrant, man. He's going to live to 175. See the cute video of him making... uh, 
gnocchi on uh, no. on Twitter over the yeah it was like the just last here's how of you days. make gnocchi. <laughs> well, it's him and I guess it's maybe his granddaughter or whatever teaching him how to you know roll gnocchis on uh, on a the fork is what I did it all for the gnocchi. I did it all for the gnocchi. The uh, gnocchi. So you can take that gnocchi and stick it up your yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, happy birthday, Bernie Perron. We love you, man. Uh, wish wish Bernie the best if you happen to encounter him on social media or something today. All right. I'm going to see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Uh, which one of the X-Men gave us the classic quote, I'm the best there is at what I do? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I will go to Ian for the answer. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, buddy. All right. Who said I'm the best there is at what I do? Wolverine. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Logan, Wolverine, hang on just a second. You know, another quote I like from him, Preston, it ends up in the movie, I'm sure it ended up in the comic books as well, is when uh, uh, Rogue asks, uh, does that hurt? And when the blades come out, he goes, every time. Every time. All right, hang on, Ian, because we are going to set you up with uh, Philly's Yingling prize pack. Uh, Yangling Lager is now the official lager of the Phillies, and uh, the prize pack includes a few cases of the limited edition Phillies Yingling Lager cans. Uh, Philly's hat, Philly's lager glassware, a baseball, and an array of high-end Yingling swag from the gift shop. You can enjoy limited edition Philly's retro logo, Yingling lager, Kansas Citizens Bank Park, local retailers and bars, plus enter the sweepstakes to meet Philly's all-star pitcher and Yingling brand ambassador, Aaron Nola. Follow Yingling's social channels at Yingling Beer for your chance to win. Enjoy responsibly. All right, let's dive right into the stories. Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, DiCaprio Oprah Winfrey, and Lorene Powell-Jobs are partnering on a multi-million dollar fund to help those most affected by COVID-19. Is Lorraine Powell Jobs Steve Jobs' widow? Um, I have to assume so. I didn't see in this story, Steve. Right. If, if somebody wouldn't mind looking up uh, Lorene, L-A-U-R-E-N-E, Powell Jobs, it sounds like he, she, he, you know, she would be in that family. Right. Nick? Yeah, Steve's right. That's her. Okay. All right. So, anyhow, they, uh, DiCaprio and Powell Jobs each donated... $5 million. Apple donated $5 million and Whipfrey and the Ford Foundation donated a million apiece. Dubbed America's Fund, it will jointly uh, it will work jointly with established food relief nonprofits, World Kitchen, World Central Kitchen, and Feeding America. And a statement DiCaprio said, in the face of crisis, organizations like World Central Kitchen and Feeding America have inspired us all with their unwavering commitments to feed the most vulnerable people in need. I thank them for the tireless work on the front lines, they deserve all of our support. That's wonderful. I mean, we, you know, listen, you know, there's there's a lot of bad news out there, but you look around, you see what people are doing in uh, in light, and in spite of it, uh, it's just it's 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 really uh, heartening. Yep. Uh, the fund launched a GoFundMe page that uh, explained its ethos. In neighborhoods and communities around the country, hunger is an issue that people, including families and children, face every day. Our most vulnerable populations, children who are uh, out of school and rely on school lunch programs, low-income families, the elderly and individuals facing job disruptions, face great barriers to receive safe and consistent access uh, to meals. Uh, Winfrey, by the way, is doing more than contributing a million dollars to one fund. She's also donating an additional $9 million to other relief efforts across the country. (laughs) That's crazy. That's great. Uh, Val Kilmer has a long string of Hollywood sweethearts, Sidney Crawford, Angelina Jolie, and Daryl Hannah among them. 
But of everyone, the 60-year-old says Daryl Hannah is the one who he is still heartbroken over. That's the one that got away. Yeah. Really? He's got a memoir. I don't remember him with her. He's got a memoir, Steve. The title is I'm Your Huckleberry. (laughs) Great title. And he recalls their time together in New Mexico and admits that he's jealous of the 59-year-old's husband, Neil Young. He He writes... Lord knows I've suffered heartache, but Daryl was by far the most painful of all. Neil Young, I always loved you, but I'm afraid I hate you now. <laughs> you want to smell my fingers? Oh, jeez. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. He's yeah. rubbing it in his face. Yeah. That's terrible. I will rub it in your face. Here. Uh, Kilmer. Smell that, you dumb bastard. Kilmer also shares his perspective on Angelina Jolie. <laughs> on, uh... <laughs> Angelina Jolie, he said, perhaps the most soulful and serious of them all. I I can believe that. When people ask what she's like, I say she's like other women and other superstars, just more. He was also with Cher for a brief period. He talks about his battle with cancer in 2015 and said that Cher helped him. He said, once Cher works her way inside your head and heart, she never leaves for her true friends uh, her steadfast love and loyalty never die. You know what? I'm going to watch Tombstone over the weekend. Okay. I that's mean, because, again, his his Doc Holiday. if that's all he ever did career-wise, mm. that'd be enough. It's yeah. so good. Uh, Kilmer's book drops April 21st, and he will next appear in the long-awaited sequel to Top Gun. News broke Thursday that the film, <clears throat> of course, which co-stars uh, Tom Cruise, also Jennifer Connelly, John Hamm, and Miles Teller, is delaying its June 24th release date. It will now uh, come out on December 23rd, so they're pushing it back to a Christmas release. There's a really cool scene in, in the trailer with Al Kimmel where he's getting into this uh, this bathtub that has a door on it, Preston. And oh, he's, dude, <laughs> stop it. Let me see here. At 29, Sarah Hyland is entering a new era after starring as Haley Dumpy on Modern Family for 11 seasons. She covers Cosmopolitan and inside admits that she can't believe it's over. And hasn't even had a chance to feel sad yet. Uh, she said, I don't think I'm processing. I haven't really felt the sadness yet. We talked to Ty Burrell yesterday, and he kind of echoed the same thing, that they were like, okay, this is going to come on, and then we'll we'll have another like another round of, of emotion and so on and so forth. Yeah. But the pandemic has sort of stepped in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably, do you think they would have had some sort of a... Party or, you know what well, I mean? different cast sure. members actually described, be, be, knowing that it'd be so emotional and so devastating that they, like Julie Bowen said, she kind of had to murph it. Like yeah. to not, she oh, had to really? like, I can't, because I'll come back to it later because it's just too much. Uh, to make matters more complicated, she wasn't thrilled with the ending either. Uh, she explained that uh, she would have liked to have seen her character uh, own her own badassery in the fashion world becoming a badass stylist or brand mogul or anything like that. Instead, she became a mother of twins and didn't work outside the house. Uh, She said there are so many amazing mothers who are also hard workers and excel at their jobs and kill it every day in both aspects. That would have been a really cool thing to see, especially from someone like Haley. So she doesn't really care what they did with the character, but oh well. She's had like what? 50 operations and yeah. all. She's, yeah, she's, uh, she's had a tough run at it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't understand why that <clears throat> is not a happy ending. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, they had her starting to be a, a, like a, a, a force for um, right. fashion and so on and so forth. She was always the the F-up daughter. Yeah. And, uh, but that doesn't mean that could not happen down the road. Uh, she we also, just won't know about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Just make that up in your head. Yeah, make it up in They'll your head. Fine. Hey, it happened. Uh, she also discusses her romance with fiance Wells Adams, which uh, started online. It's the most millennial thing in the entire world, she said. I kind of want to gag at it. <laughs> So she gets it. He's a former, isn't he a former Bachelor contestant or Bachelor oh, Paradise contestant? Not sure. Yeah, Wells. Uh, Joseph, Joe Exotic, Maldonado Passage. That's his full name, Mel- <laughs> uh, Joe Joe Maldonado Passage. Which we never actually really addressed that, but that he took the guy who died's last name yeah. after he died. Uh, yeah, after he died. Was, was Passage the guy's last name? No, Maldonado, Maldonado. was the Maldonado. guy that was Travis. No kidding. I, I didn't know that. Well... Uh, he's been transferred to the medical center of a Fort Worth, Texas prison amid fears of the ongoing coronavirus uh, pandemic. They don't need you because the corona could not make it through that mustache. <laughs> That's true. Uh, according to inmate records, uh, Maldonado Passage, who is 57, by the way, is currently being held at Fort Worth FMC. The medical center is operated by the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Uh, the placement comes after his husband, Dylan Passage, Shared. Oh, no, that's Dylan's uh, last name. Yeah, but Maldonado was Travis's last name. Okay, then what the hell is Joe's original last name? It's some very, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Shreve Vogel or something like that? Okay, yeah. All right. So, uh, his husband, Dylan, said that the former Oklahoma zookeeper had been placed on a, quote, COVID-19 isolation behind bars. Um, he said, we speak like uh, three to five times every day, but, uh, since he's been moved to this new facility, they are putting him on COVID-19 isolation because of the previous jail he was at. There were cases there. Oh, well. I've yet to speak to him since he moved. He says he, he thinks that he might have it, but I, I it's, it hasn't been How verified. could you tell? It hasn't been verified. He, he so. coughs and wheezes and all that stuff. Anyway, anyway one yeah. thing I did, uh, was interesting. And I didn't realize this. So if you watch the series and he's, he's calling, um, uh, do they provide like a video phone for? Um, yeah, for him to do interviews. Well, because there's well, Kathy, if you when he was calling from the prison, it I looked, know it was yeah. a it was a crappy video phone. Video phone, but you could see him. It, right? You could see like you could see from like his nose up. Right, right. Yeah, I'm wondering if they do that. Um, you know, maybe if your lawyer needs to speak to you or something like that I to make know. sure that you're, you know. I don't know. Looking, looking good? I have no idea. Make sure that you're looking sharp. <laughs> I don't want to handle any pigs. Uh, so, although Joe has been ordered to serve more than two decades behind bars, Dylan is remaining by his husband's side. He said, I do love Joe. He's been with me through the my darkest times, uh-huh. and I'm not going to just dip out and abandon him when he needs me most. Joe, I love you. Uh, despite his circumstances, <laughs> Joe is loving the attention he's receiving since the release of the Netflix docuseries. He said he's in jail, so he can't necessarily watch it, but once the show dropped, he was getting hundreds and hundreds of emails to his jail mail, and he was ecstatic. You you have to imagine, since his whole life has been predicated on a look-at-me vibe, mm-hmm. that this, even though he's in jail... He's loving oh, life. Oh, he is, and that's yeah. what he says. He says there's a lot of good feedback, and he likes the attention, obviously. I mean, he calls himself Joe Exotic the Tiger King. I uh, confirmed that Joe is 100% enjoying the spotlight. There you oh, go. Geez, that's what that's what the yeah. guy lives for. He ended up getting the attention. what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And if Carol Baskin gets arrested, oh, my God, <laughs> he can die happy. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so quarantining together is challenging. Even if you have a vast manse, a la Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Falchuk, mm. in a YouTube video titled, How Do You Find Intimacy in Uncertain Times? That's right. <laughs> the pair get real with uh, Michaela Boehm, an intimacy and sexuality expert. And Paltrow says her kids, Moses and Apple, are struggling too. She said, we're really lucky. 
We have a really solid relationship, but we're also in the house with the kids, and it's pretty close quarters. Well, why don't they go into the oh guest God. house? I know. Oh, kids, hard. why don't you go into the guest house? Daddy and Mommy want to do the whammy jamma. Uh, and, you know, I think we all feel, especially my teenagers right now, are feeling... Oh, how do you do it? Uh, <laughs> how do you do it? You have goop and all these various things, and yet you still make time for intimacy. Girlfriend, you're making us all jealous. Uh, re- uh, they are really feeling pent in, especially Apple, who is a really social creature. Uh, she said... <laughs> We're really following the strict guidelines, so she's not able to see people she usually sees. So it gets uh, fractious in moments. Okay, and uh, there's so def- they're obviously fracking for oil. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, there's definitely tension within the household, and we have the added dynamic of step parent. And I think there is quite a lot of stress that comes from trying to uh, recalibrate to this new normal and new level of proximity. They need to, they need to make some of that whipped coffee you told us about the other day. Oh, I yeah. I wanted to do that. Yeah, I do need to try that. Do it for me, Kathy. Uh, make sure you get all the COVID off it and then send it to me. Oh, send it over. Okay. <laughs> Kathy, you sent me a video of you making coffee the other day. Um, do you want to share that with the... It, it was like a... Oh. I don't, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, was you it, was you it had, like, a, a design pick? on the froth. Yeah. Yes. Was it a D-pick? <laughs> it was. Yes. I'll send it to all of Kathy you. Kathy has been bombarding Casey with D-picks <laughs> of one particular, uh, for, I guess a former NFL star. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the pictures. Uh, but yeah. Steve, you want them? I'll send them to you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I would like to see a, uh, like at least an overhead view of what her property looks like because who knows maybe she doesn't have the does she not i believe she's living in the city right Preston? is that did they make a mention of the location i don't, I don't remember i don't yeah. recall but uh, she's got several houses to choose from so this how bad can the problem be we're so, yeah. we're so cooped up well, why don't you go to house three yeah, yeah. go to the hamptons yeah uh attorneys for <laughs> Lori laughlin uh mosimo junia uh junia Junietta Park. Giannulli. Jesus Christ. Massimo Junietta Park. Massimo Junietta Park. Park. In fact, we have the mayor on the line, right? (laughs) By the way, people are asking for Gary Lauer updates. Uh, Gary had strep throat. Uh, He went went and got his medication, uh, from what we understand, which would be antibiotics. And uh, we haven't done a follow-up, but uh, but that was it. It I had three testicles. And he had three testicles, but it was uh, was strep throat. Or what did he call it? Well, so he has stress throat. Stress throat. And uh, and so he wasn't able to take his temperature because he didn't have a thermostat at home. Right. Uh, God um, damn it, you can't take (laughs) it. And honestly, have you ever tried to use a rectal thermostat? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right, so anyhow, back to Lori Laughlin and... uh, Massimo uh, Junietta Park. Uh, they and 12 other defendants uh, continue to press a Massachusetts federal judge to dismiss the charges against them. They are, as many will recall, facing decades behind bars. Uh, Laughlin, uh, Giannulli, and six other parents are scheduled to stand trial in October twenty uh, October of 2020. So they are, they're trying to, they're still working on getting it dismissed. Watching a legal expert dissect some of this, and they may have gained some traction with this last thing that they put out there, that there was a bit of manipulation. Yeah. Apparently, and there's evidence to support that there might have been uh, when they were sort of doing the... Um, Manipulation Manip- with the mastermind, the guy. Exactly. The, the FBI was we kind of massaging to- him. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see where that goes. All right, in an exclusive interview with South Korea's Dong Adeli... Uh, Angelina Jolie, United uh, Nations humanitarian. I need my dong every day. Opened up to Dong Adeli about how she believes the coronavirus is deepening the divide between the haves and haves-nots. Uh, and she also discusses Harvey Weinstein 
and the rise of artificial intelligence, among other things. So it was a uh, it was a wide uh, spread uh, article. She's built her own Johnny Five, Preston. She had, yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> Uh, on the pandemic, she said, uh, half of students worldwide is uh, out of education currently due to school shutdown. She said some children depend on school to get one meal a day uh, that can help them survive extreme pos- poverty. She uh, said it's also giving the world a green job. Green job. She was in Korea and she wanted to say it. Other young people uh, may be more vulnerable to abuse or domestic violence, so there's an urgent need to help young people to continue their education. May I take a serious tone for just... By all means. So I did see an article uh, that one of the things about the the stay-at-home order and all that is that uh, domestic violence is that people are in an abusive relationship are now uh, in an even closer quarters. And that's it could, right. It could be, um, it, they're expecting the numbers to escalate. So I just do want to remind people that find themselves in that situation. There are people to help, like the Laurel House, other organizations as well. What are they if doing? You can find a way to reach out, please do. So do they have a mechanism in place right now to accept uh, people? I don't know. I would have to imagine that this would transcend that, right? I, I would agree. There'd be no way because if you're in a meeting, that's, that's much more critical. Yeah. yeah. So so reach out. There are stories of people who are, who are trying to find ways to get out of the uh, the situation. And I didn't mean to bring it down, but there is help out there and you mm-hmm. can find it. So please reach out uh, how you can. Uh, by the way, um, she is. Uh, she said there's an urgent need for young people to continue their education. She's recently donated a million dollars to No Kid Hungry in a bid to help hungry kids during the pandemic. On the impact of the pandemic on struggling communities, she said the immediate focus is, of course, the coronavirus and impact it could have on the world's displaced people who are so vulnerable. Many, for example, live in refugee camps right. where they don't have the option of self-isolating or whether they might not even have access to water to wash their hands regularly. Uh, the most important thing is to understand is uh, the most important thing to understand uh-huh. is that even before the virus, the situation for refugees globally was dire with chronic shortfalls in basic humanitarian assistance, including, for instance, the lack of basic health basic health. Care, she so. set up a new a world organization called No Sad Bro. No Sad uh, yeah. Bro. Oh, it's yeah. Friday. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It is Friday. No Sad Bro. I'm sorry. I, I brought some of the sad, but it's Friday. It's No Sad. <laughs> Regarding no the sad. recent Weinstein trial, which uh, sent him to prison for 23 years, she said, I respect the women who took part in the trial and bravely put evidence forward. Sadly, uh, the issue is bigger than one case. Uh, in my experience, there's much more that people choose to accept or don't feel the need to change. On beauty, so there are several topics. There. Wow, it was a whole bunch of stuff she was talking about. On beauty. I, Dong really got a lot out of her. Uh, she said, as a person frequently praised for, or she didn't say this, as a person frequently praised for her physical beauty, Jolie said. I'm often praised for my physical beauty. I would <laughs> say that true beauty is someone being their true self, whatever that may be, and not feeling that they have to hide their spirit or some aspect of their identity. Yeah, Angelina, what if they're an a-hole? Yeah. They should probably hide that part. Uh, above all, a generous spirit, a kindness. Now, That's true. Go. That's, That's better. true. That's better. Better. You go to any any like singles place on the weekend, and guys are going, boy, I hope a re- I meet a really good spirit tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, on preparing her six children for the rise of artificial intelligence and how it's impacting how we perceive truth. Uh, she said, I tell them to hold on to what they know to be right and to value truth, honesty, integrity. Hold on to your dreams. Uh, I will uh, say to young people anywhere, don't listen when adults tell you that's just the way things are. Wow. Man, yeah. she just going a mile a minute. Yeah. Like Val Kilmer said, she's, you know, she's, she's deep. She's deep. And chatty. 
Every one, time she gets around Dong. One last thing, and this is a friend of ours. Kathy got to know her fairly well. Um, Dancing with the Stars alum Karina Smirnoff oh, has yeah. welcomed her first child. Oh. I saw that. 42 years old. She, she and her baby son are doing well. She has not shared the identity of the baby's father or his name. We have the baby coming out. Audio, Preston. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cat dancing already. Uh, so, yeah, we don't know the name of the baby. We don't know who the dad is. None of that stuff. Well, she had a lot of public relationships, you know, that were that everybody knew about. And some uh, were uh, dancers as well on the show. Who so was the other, the other uh, Yakov Smirnov? Who was the other guy? Yeah, that, I think she was with him for a, lo- a while, and then she was with somebody else from the show for a while. And wasn't she? She was with Mario Lopez for a little while. Yes, that's she? right. Yes. Mario yeah. got to some of that. All right, so one of the things now, there aren't any uh, movie theaters that are open, but there are a couple of new movies that you can order that are available. So I think we're going to... I think we're going to highlight a couple of these for you. (laughs) 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 All right, so... (laughs) There are a couple of movies. I, by the way, that you can access again. Um, I would not be mad, and this will all pass as we well know. But I would not be mad if after this passes, that occasionally they do this with some major releases and release directly to home video. Yeah. So, Impractical Jokers, the movie is coming out. Here's a brief synopsis: the Film tells the story of a humiliating high school mishap from 1992 that sends the Impractical Jokers on the road competing in hidden camera challenges for the chance to turn back the clock and redeem three of the four. Uh, it's rated PG-13. It's a comedy. It is directed by Chris Henchy. 92 minutes long. It only has a 30% at Rotten Tomatoes. Well, my, my, my take is if you like the Impractical Jokers, this is right in your wheelhouse, and yep. it's going to give you what you want. And if you don't, then that's the other then side of the coin. you probably would hate it. Right. right. Yeah. Now, yeah. that said, they're, apparently one of the guys, and I always forget their names, you know, I just know them as the group, yep. is um, very uh, is good friends with uh, one of the top fitness models, Preston. I know what? this is a, Yes. Uh, I'll show you. Yeah, they're they're always doing TikTok videos together. I wonder who that is. Yeah. I didn't. Oh. I, I mean, I know all these characters. I know them well. We watch yeah. the show regularly at the house, but I didn't know. Uh, I don't know about that. All right. Uh, so the next film to highlight is uh, Disney Nature Elephant. Elephant <laughs> stars Meghan Markle. She's the narrator. It's Anyhow. a movie you'll never forget. <laughs> Because elephants don't forget! (laughs) It is a documentary. There is no rating. It was directed by Mark Linfield, and it is a family of African elephants making an epic journey for their ancestors. And ladies and gentlemen, at uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 100%. Damn. They said they made the movie for peanuts. So that's on Disney Plus. Yep. Yeah. Nice. That's the format. Ready to go. All right. So uh, we have friends at uh, Allied Advertising, and uh, they wanted to give us digital codes for this movie. <gasps> it's more of an art hassle. I'm just going to give it a mention. There's a movie that's going to be available for. It normally would have been in theaters today. It's called uh, Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. It's an art house film. Who's in it? Uh, I don't know. Are there Who's elephants in it? I. Uh, I looked at the cast and all of this stuff, and I'm like, mm, this is not necessarily for us to give away right now, but I'm just doing them a solid because oh. they're doing us solid. Do you I, know what it's about? I, I just saw the cast, yeah. Steve. Uh, the lead actor is Babar. Babar? Yeah, so I love Babar. There are indeed elephants. <laughs> Didn't okay. he always have a, what, what, he have an umbrella with him? Something like that. Or, he, yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. So, 
So watch that, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, we're ready for clips. What in the hell is that word? Shaz. Oh, Shaz. Shazbot. I didn't see that first H. I'm like, Saws of Sunset? No. Shaz of Sunset follows uh, a group of Iranian-American friends juggling their social lives with family traditions. Show's terrible. Uh, it is? Yeah. And in this clip, cast member uh, Riza Farhan uh, talks about how he's evolved through eight seasons. Here we go. I feel like I've grown and evolved. Obviously, I've made lots of mistakes and done things along the way, but it's just been a huge therapy session for me, and people comment. It's really helped to make me into the person that I am today. I don't, I don't, wanna, huh. I don't think I want to see it. Uh, well, it's, it's eight seasons. Eight seasons. And it sucks. It sucks. Okay. Uh, so a new episode of Shaws of Sunset is on Bravo tonight. That's at 9 o'clock. So I saw maybe two or three episodes one day. And uh, if you want to talk about, this isn't massage. This is half Nelson. Oh, you know? yeah, as far yeah, as yeah. it's scripted? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so-called so sculpted reality? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I hate it when they're just, when clearly... They have been directed, and we're going to pretend this is real, but you're going to say this, and you're going to say that. I, I, you know. All right, next clip. In HBO's Westworld, high-paying guests are given an opportunity to indulge in their craziest fantasies without fear of uh, retaliation. And in this clip, star Aaron Paul talks about his first reaction when asked to be a part of season three. Here we go. When I got the call to sit down with Lisa and Jonah, I had already seen the second season twice. I walked out of that meeting just excited. Um, I mean, I wanted to scream inside of the, the meeting saying, yes, my God, of course I will do it. I just feel so blessed to have been asked to be a part of this beautiful, brilliant show. Vagina! <laughs> Uh, season three of Westworld continues Sunday at nine on HBO. I did enjoy that first season. I just it didn't give me enough to go. Yeah, let's stay along for the ride. I, it got a it, little convoluted. It and, dipped in yeah. second season, then came up. I have not. Um, so I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to recommit Preston, but I right. know exactly what you're talking about. The look of the third third season has me so intrigued that I started watching the second season just so I could watch the third well, season. They they the um, the androids get out of the enclosure, and now they're infiltrating the real world. That's what it and looks then, like, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, and uh, that's the entertainment report this morning. All right, we have a lot to get to. I didn't even mention the fact that we continue with Daily Rush Madness, so when we return, I'm going to give you the, the uh, matchups for the day and the weekend. You will have to vote on them, but we got money to give away. We got friends. We got a Bond girl, Jane Seymour. Yes. Who is awesome. Solitaire. Going to be on our program this morning, and we'll do some other things as well. Stay put. We'll be right back. In these difficult times, MMR reminds you, social distancing doesn't mean you can't still be social. Good morning, my neighbors! Connect with us on your favorite social media platform today. After all, since we're going to be here a while, let's make the best of it together, but safely. Because we don't know where your timeline has been. Oh, my God. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. For Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, let's tell you about our winners and losers from yesterday. We had four matchups. Uh, two of them involved the Manthe character, and I will give you their fate. I'll start with this. It was Manthe's Alexa against the Haunted House Tours. 
Uh, and it ended up being Manthe's Alexa that won with 69% of the vote. Wow. Moves on to the next round. Uh, following that was Is This the New Pearl Jam Song against Butthole Magazine. <laughs> the winner there, the Pearl Jam Song. Ah, nice. 71%. Uh, followed up with Manthe's Kitchen. So that's the second Manthe matchup. Against Taylor Swift's Stalker gets a job. The winner in that one, Manthe's Kitchen. So both <sighs> Manthe's move on. Uh, we, we're having a lot of Manthe's and Bill Weston's moving towards a battle royale. Speaking of Bill Weston, it was Fart Fart versus Personal Questions with Bill Weston. The winner of that one. Fart Fart uh. beat out Bill Weston, so Bill Weston knocked out. <laughs> All right, we have four more matchups today. Let's find out what those are. These videos are available for your viewing pleasure and your voting pleasure at PrestonAndSteve.com. We had Preston's birthday mystery guest going up against Casey Doesn't Care. So let's play a little bit of that. We're going to go with uh, the mystery guest first. Here it is. Do you cook? I mean, like, would people know you for your cooking? Yes. Jesus, none of this is helping me. <laughs> the island cooking journalist drummer. I mean, come on. Black how can I not? How can I yeah. not get it? Yes. I know. Yes. I don't know. I don't you know. You don't know? Wait till you see him. I, I have no idea. All right, Preston. Damn it. Take off your blindfold. Hey! 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 Wait a minute. Preston, this what? is one of the construction workers in our building currently. <laughs> <laughs> He said yes to every question on purpose. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> that was really funny. It was really, really funny. All right, now that's going up against Casey Doesn't Care. Here's the little clip of that. Hey, has uh, Fish ever changed members? No, uh, well, so they used to be a two-guitar band. Okay. And then he found... Never knew that. God. He found Jesus. But they don't qualify because they did take two hiatuses. I, I found no God... Idea. And God says this music sucks. <laughs> Take the shots. I, I was just care. doing a play off of the old the Grateful Dead thing. I know. I don't care. Dealt with it all your <laughs> life, this music right? Sucks. Well, not not my whole life. Just yeah. uh, as long as I've loved the band <laughs> with all my heart. You need to see the video to appreciate that because they do some they do some editing that really is clever. And, and they funny. slow it down and everything. Yeah, yeah. and see both of them because actually the uh, the uh, uh, your birthday uh, guest. Uh, goes on. It's one of the longer videos we have. It's great. Yeah, uh, that's in the Gadzooks region of the bracket. So you can vote now. PrestonSteve.com. You have the weekend. There are four of them up. Uh, four matchups up today, and you can vote on all of them now. We'll just tell you about them uh, through the course of the morning show. Uh, real quick, if you don't mind, I want to highlight this. Uh, this is one of our uh, loyal listeners and a strong participant at uh, the Cardboard Classic. A guy named Bob Havens. And uh, his group did the uh, Meet Meep This yeah. uh, this year. Uh, and he and I were, were emailing back and forth about some stuff he was doing. And I thought this was just wonderful that he's doing this. He said, uh, hey, Preston, I did a drive-by parade in Delco yesterday for a little girl dressed as the Bumble for her mother's request. And today I'm doing a drive-by parade dressed as the animal in an Eagles jersey for a little boy uh, that's a big Birds fan. Let me know if you need me. Stay safe. And that's from Bob Havens. Great idea. Bob sent me a follow-up to to this email. This was from yesterday. Uh, a Facebook uh, video of that last one that he did yeah. uh, wearing the, uh, the Eagles jersey. And it's just super sweet. These people are going around and doing this for people they don't even know. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. I, I, I think, actually, if you can look for opportunities to do something like that, obviously, you're, you know, social distancing. and Well, they're staying in their car. They're staying so, in their car, so yeah, that's absolutely yeah. fine. But for, like, there there, were, there was a story this morning, I forget what, where it's from, but uh, 
a little girl was supposed to go to Disney World and couldn't, and it was because she was sick, and then they were going to take her down as sort of a reward. So, they, you know, they, they, they did something for her that way, Preston, going okay. by with a sort of a parade. Uh, we did yesterday, uh, our friend Melissa Wilson, you know her, Casey. Yeah. Her, her daughter Hannah had a birthday yesterday, so we went on and... Uh, they, they did a Zoom, uh, you know, conferencing, and we we sang Happy Birthday Aww. to her. And there was tons of people on there. There were yeah. lots, all their friends and family members. It was neat. It was just a quick little thing. The the, the daughter, you know, Hannah loved it, so it was really sweet. I like that idea, and it's, and I'm also uh, I'm also okay now with the idea of putting up some lights, and uh, you know, if you want to do a little decorating on the house or whatever, do something just to brighten things up. Yeah, uh, anything like that, you know, that works against. Uh, down sort of depression or you know cabin yeah, fever. Dude, my else. friend, uh, my friend Nick, he has uh, a little boy who's about two, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and all this week, it's been Halloween. It's been Halloween quarantine uh, at at Nick's house, and so oh. they're trick or treating uh, just around the house. But they have all the Halloween decorations up. It's adorable. It's so Casey, cool. And that's and a great idea. Really happy. Yeah. Casey's family did a, yeah. uh, Casey's family did the uh, the costume dinner the other night. Yeah, we that had was... a costume party at dinner. <laughs> that was nice. That's fun. And uh, and. You know, we were trying to come up with other themes. Uh, so we're doing a uh, family Zoom pizza party tonight. So, okay. like me and my brothers and sisters and everybody, you know. So, yeah. We're, every, I think everybody's trying to do something to, you know, pass the time. Kathy, you said you were going to do an eyes wide shut party at your home tonight. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and then Steve, you had sent me, there was a New Jersey community that was uh, doing a, a teddy bear hunt. Yeah. Uh, where you put teddy bears uh, in your window. Uh, we did. We have that up in our our house. Our uh, Rochelle got word that that was going to happen in the neighborhood. I don't know to what level the kids are doing it, but you did put, anyone shoot through the window? Nobody shot at us, but I think you use your camera. Or <laughs> oh, something I'm like sorry. That. Okay, yeah. that type of a hunt, Marissa. There's two cool things going on around the city. There's a rainbow hunt in like South Philly in graduate hospital areas where they encourage people. Oh, do you mind grabbing that comment? <laughs> um, there's actually encourage- a Facebook page set up for for this whole rainbow thing too, Marissa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take pictures of it, or you like draw one. I'm sorry, you put um, pictures in your window or you draw one on your sidewalk so when kids are walking around getting fresh air, they can see the rainbows. Okay. I, I love and that idea. There's another one where there is a woman in Fairmount who um, designs like balloon garlands for weddings or like events or something like that. So she's been making rainbow garlands and je- decorating people's houses. Oh, that's cool. And just kind of like balloon bombing the neighborhood. Okay. And it is me- a whole new list. I know. Oops, I hit the wrong buttons. <laughs> I hit this by accident. Let it play. Hang on. Just one second. Okay. <laughs> I meant to hit this. Which is right above it on the touch okay. screen. Sorry, sorry right. about that. Anyway, you guys are saying? Uh, more Corona activities because yeah. people are, are adapting and yeah. coming up with new ideas, as, as you know, Marissa just mentioned, with the balloons and, and all that other stuff. Somebody text in said New Jersey has banned the car parades, uh, which might be possible. Oh, really? New Jersey is having a, a really tough time uh, as well, far as the, why, if comparison you're in the car. nation. I don't know. But, but that's a texter. I don't know if it's legit or not. So We're anyhow. doing one in a couple weeks for uh, Jesus' friend's birthday. Cool. Nice. Hey, uh, by the way, and, and, and speaking of people being inventive in this time, thank God they did this. So this speaks to me uh, and, and maybe some others. But, you know, I went to donate blood the other day. And one of the things I noticed with my hearing issues that I have, my hearing issues aren't severe, but right. they're bad enough to where 
I don't really realize that I'm doing a lot of lip reading when I talk to people because there are some things I can't quite mm. hear. So I do pay attention. Okay. And I, when, I, when I see people speaking, I can pick up easier, you know, what they're saying. How have your lip reading chops gotten? Well, well n- with no sound, forget yeah. it. I'm not any good right. at that. But I- as long as, as you're speaking and, and, and I'm hearing and seeing your mouth move, I can clearly tell what you're saying. But when I went to donate blood the other day... All of the attendees were wearing face masks. Right. And so I had to ask people to repeat themselves regularly. I saw this story. A college student from uh, Versailles University, that's how they pronounce it in Kentucky, by the way, uh, put her stir craziness to um, good use, a project that's going to help the deaf and hard of hearing community. Uh, so she said, I saw that people were making masks on Facebook for everyone to have instead of throwaway masks. And I thought, what what about the deaf and hard of hearing? So she has created a mask that you can actually see through. A plastic um, yeah. a membrane or yeah. whatever? Like, yeah. a, yes. No. I, oh, I saw this. It's a great idea. And because... it's just so, because number one, your, your mouth is slightly muffled when you yeah. wear a mask. And yeah. it might be hard to hear some, you know, consonants or vowels. And when and then your mouth being covered up, that that ability to see one's mouth moving to clearly see what they're saying is gone. And the people who are completely deaf who can read lips obviously need to see yes uh, your your mouth moving. So she's created this, which yeah. is pretty cool. The they mother had, of invention. They had the materials. Uh, she she was able to get the materials uh, because they had ordered them for a different project. But she. Uh, uh, had uh, found a way to put it together, and it is definitely usable. So I, I thought was, that was um, pretty cool. Kathy and I, we get uh, pedicures and stuff like that, and I always told her, like, my the, the lady who gives me my pedicures, like, the fact that she wears the mask and she has a really thick accent, sometimes I just, so I'm, like, I'm like, I don't. And I feel terrible. I'm like, I just don't know what you're saying. I yeah. have well, no. Just act as if you're mad at her. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Stop it! You, 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 shut up with your no, annoying stuff. Oh man! And that's the way because this way she. she Are you bitching again? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. Shut up. Uh, Just clean my feet. Massage my feet. Uh. They know, though, when, when, when you don't know what they're saying and that, you just kind of try to, you know, go with it and, and play along. My girl look at me and she's like, you don't know what I'm saying. I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah, I, when, when I, I, will, look who walked in. <laughs> I, uh, I will ask someone to repeat something. And if I don't get it on the second time, I feel just, really bad asking for a third. So a lot of times I'll just do a, a non-committal yeah. gesture and it won't even be a yes or no. It'll be kind of like a, huh. <laughs> And with a slight nod, yeah. with, with a slight nod, I'll be like, ah. and, and I'm like, that's, uh, I haven't committed to yes or no. Uh-huh. You can interpret that how you like and, and make it appropriate for whatever it is you're talking about. But I do find myself doing that. I'm like, eh. Great. <laughs> Wait, next time you yeah, nod. This is an expression yeah. to answer. <laughs> and then if he's really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you nod, I'm going to ask you to repeat what I said. Okay. Do you feel you, oh. mi- you miss a lot of things? That that another if your back is to someone because yeah. I know Casey you've mentioned. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I have hearing loss too in my left in ear. Your ears. Yeah. And so at, at, at home, my yeah. family is quite aware of this. And you know, Rochelle will be in another room. She'll say something. And I'll be like, "What?" And or uh, I'll say, "Hang on." And and I'll say, eventually, after a second or third time, I will just say. I need to see you to hear what you're saying. Right. The, or, or we need to be in the same room. I can't my, hear what my, you are saying. My wife does that with me because, yeah. and it has to be, uh, so uh, my hearing is, is, is pretty solid. Uh, but, um, which is crazy because your headphones are so 
freaking loud. But away from here, yeah. I don't. Like, I don't crank stuff in the car. I don't. So I'm listening, and, I, and the second music comes on and stuff like that, yeah. I, I, and the headphones here, I, I turn them down or take them off immediately. You see yeah. that? But, yeah, so, but she's got that thing, too, Preston. has to be, you know, even if her back is to me, line of sight. Yep. I have to, um, you know, it's especially if I'm doing something in the other room, people want to have conversations as I'm, like, doing the dishes or yeah. something. I'm like, please either wait. Yeah. Or, or come in here and let's talk yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. We can't, I can't do this conversation two rooms apart. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Is it like you said? That's Mother a great invention. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the Grand Canyon is closed. <laughs> no. Yes. The yeah. thing, they, they shut down <laughs> the Grand Canyon. We were talking about this off air. Um, yes, it, it's due to the pandemic. Now, the reason being <laughs> is because uh, a, a member of the staff has been tested positive for uh uh, for COVID nineteen, so they have they have shut down the Grand Canyon. So Fred Durfel, oh, there was uh, was uh, sneezing, oh. and uh, so they shut down the Grand Canyon. I mean, so even- <laughs> my guess is, if you wanted to get into the Grand Canyon, you probably still you could. probably could you could do find it. a point of entry. Well. Yeah, you shouldn't though. I mean, when when that uh, when the government lockdown happened last year, or the year before, people were were still sneaking into national parks, and it became a huge problem because they, they would just leave trash behind. Sure, yeah. sure. it's, it's was, just it was it was no, it was, it was a huge mess. And so, yeah. yes, can, can you get in? Of course you can, but should you know? Right. And I'm really surprised that all national parks haven't closed at this point. Preston, I've been watching Zion. Yeah. Uh, because you were planning on going there this summer, and they're still open. Yeah, are they, I thought you said it was closed. No, no, uh, Yellowstone the... closed, uh, Grand Teton closed. I, I'm watching all of them because I'm supposed to go to Glacier this summer. Huh. Um, and but uh, Zion, for whatever reason, is still open. How yeah, do because... you stop? How do you I mean, when it's that amount that that many square miles? Right. How do you? I mean, to effectively police it would be you got to put up nearly a, like a impossible. Yeah. Or just have all, have all the people stick their arms yeah. out. Yeah. Just have a no, caution but... tape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they close the gates, and, and people just go around them, and people yeah. well, uh, are, are kind of ails about it. With, Is there with, a tarp that goes over that? With their with their expanse, though, you you you've got to go miles and miles and miles and miles. So shutting down the the actual the, the main roads to get in is going to deter a lot of people, right? But if you if you got your backpack and a tent and a flashlight, <laughs> you can get in you there, put be some okay. beans in your flashlight. You're good to go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> so, uh, now, Bobby, you have the COVID. Bobby! Cindy! Bobby! Cindy! Pandemic! Uh, uh, other national parks that have closed during the outbreak are Yellowstone, Grand Teton, uh, Great, and the Great Smoky Mountains. So I'm not sure what else. When you go to something like that, uh, Nick, so you have, you've actually come across um, uh, parks that have been shut down like this? Where they... Uh, well, I mean, yeah, obviously, I mean, the, go ahead. the president just listed, you know, there, I, I don't know why not all of the parks have been closed because mm-hmm. some of them have and some of them haven't. Rocky Mountain National Park, for example, near Denver is closed. However, state parks in Colorado are not. So state parks in Pennsylvania are closed. Um, and so there, there does not seem to be any rhyme or reason as to which ones have closed and which ones haven't. And I don't think Arizona has this. Stay at home order statewide as of yet. There, that might have something to do yeah, with it. There are yeah. some states as well. So I wonder just where, where you see, like in some places, that you'll see pictures of a park present prior to them shutting it down or whatever, where there, people still aren't spreading out as much as they should, you know. And then there are some, like, what was the uh, the waterfall or what we were talking about it locally? Bushkill uh, Falls? Or no, 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 no. You know that what really about? dangerous one, yeah. Kathy. I think you yeah. said you oh. went there. Yeah. Was it Oak, Okino, Onoko? Something like that. Yeah. Orinoco Flow? Onoco. 
Uh, but but yeah, keeping people out of there. Uh, you know, they're they're doing. They can't get everybody. Right. Uh, some people will sneak in. So. And Casey, you did that hike last year. Was, uh, last year, right, where you did an Angels Landing. In yeah. As I am. Yeah. So uh, Preston, when you do that hike, and Casey just did it, so he can speak to it. But you're you're bunched close to each other. You know, there, there's not a lot of physical space to get away from other people. Yeah. yeah, especially at the end. I mean, after you get past the saddle part, like it's um, and you're all holding on to the same. Um, rail or rope? Well, it's it's a chain rope, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. but either way, um, you know, for for the first, I would say three quarters of that hike, it's just you know, it's just a trail, you yeah. know, and a whole bunch of switchbacks. But then after that, like, yeah, you're you're on top of each other. Yeah. By the way, uh, somebody texts in. Stephen says, "Blazing Saddles Tollgate." <laughs> we yeah. were talking about we're that. Talking yeah, about yeah. that off air. Yeah, yeah. Pedamine Thruway. Better go get a whole ass load of dimes. Yep. Yeah, Nick, my uh, my cousin was trying to get me to do the hike in the Grand Canyon this summer. At the end, towards the end of the summer, to do the hike down to Havasu Falls. And oh, sure. Yeah, I, I did that three years ago, and that some of that's on private land. So I'm wondering if that's still open. But you need to get permits to do that. So, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's really going to be interesting to see how all of this shapes up. Because Steve, to your point. When these things start, when, when the entire situation starts getting a little bit better, I would expect that the parks would probably be the first places to reopen because people will want to get outside. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the Grand Canyon can't get in there. <clears throat> now, Hawaii, uh, they're also, they're not messing around. They can't. Uh, yeah, so anybody traveling between the state's islands must quarantine themselves for two weeks. So oh, well. there are people that travel between islands for family and work and so on, so they're going to have to stop. Because... It's got more mm. extreme laws. Dear Preston, when they get off the planes, they get shot. They get shot? Yeah, no. and they, yeah they immediately throw their... They, have they these, give you a lay first? They give you a lay, and then they put a gun in your mouth. Oh, wow. And then they, every airport now has a tank full of sharks, Okay, uh, and they throw your body in there. Okay. I mean, no, no, but it's, I mean, they have to. Stop, stop and think about this. You know, you get something that gets out of control there. Yeah. <laughs> There's you, nowhere to go. You can wipe everything yeah, yeah. out. So uh, the governor, David uh, Ige, had signed a proclamation on Monday that requires residents and visitors who travel between islands to quarantine themselves for 14 days. Anybody who violates the mandatory quarantine, $5,000 fine or a year in prison if convicted. So they're, they're, mm. they're sending the message. They're very austere from travel um, you know, out of out of state. I mean, they, they have to be. Yes. And so, yeah, if you, if you came there to vacation. Yeah. Uh, you just you just made a bad timing <laughs> choice and decided to go. You have to stay in your hotel room for two weeks. Yeah, you and so imagine that you're in Hawaii, no. you're in paradise, and you got to stay in the hotel and, room for two weeks. Are they? I assume they're on. They have to have a more than likely a stay at home. Yes, uh, I, I would assume so. Yeah. Nick, speaking of vacation, um, those two cruise ships just were allowed to dock in. Uh, Florida yesterday or the day before. What, did people go on those cruises at the height of the pandemic? I, I've heard, Nick, that some cruise lines are offering the some of their um, inert, uh, if that's the proper word, ships for uh, hospital uses. I, I saw that, yeah. I, I can't imagine well, that people would actively go out on a cruise at this point. Yeah, not, or, now or I could would legally. But my, my friend's daughter left, like, right as it was starting to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we didn't know where it was going to end up. Right. We knew it was coming, but she, she they, you know, was going with a group of people, and they went. Uh, they were able to successfully get back and, and uh, were where, able where, to... Where'd she go? Corona on a grill? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where they. I think the Bahamas. Oh, wow. and uh, so anyhow, they ended up making it back, and everything was cool. But I, I think they had to uh, self quarantine. Yeah, that was the rule after that. Kath, 
Uh, Hawaii is under a stay-at-home order that that is in effect there. Um, and also, as far as the cruises go, a friend of mine was supposed to go on a cruise um, with her family, and, and they were taking her parents. And uh, it was right at the beginning of all of this, and they were still allowing the cruise to leave, but her parents had to have special, like, testing. Like, they, they had to go to the doctor and get permission to get on the cruise ship because they were above, I don't know if it was 60 or whatever, but it was because of their age. They eventually canceled the cruise, so so nobody went on, but they were going to, to get this uh, special permission so that wow. they could go on the cruise ship. I was once, so we uh, we took, when I was younger, you know, second, third, fourth grade, uh, uh, my dad won in business incentives trips to uh, cruises to Bermuda. So uh, we went down, I think, twice. And uh, on the second time, I got very sick. I just, I don't know, it was oh, food really? poisoning or whatever. I just happened to get a flu or something. But uh, I was confined to the cabin and uh, that is uh, that you, you. It's a flow. It's a hospital. There's it no. It's the worst, most yeah. boring. It was, it, just horrible. By the way, some people were texting in that particular cruise was a 23 day excursion. So, oh, so they oh were my out. god! Yeah, yeah. That's that's a pretty long cruise. Uh, one last story. Do yeah. we have to wrap right now? No. You can uh, just... One last story. So in San Francisco, <laughs> as the state remains under a stay at home order, first responders are among those who are on the front lines, and the Golden Gate Fortune Cookie Factory has donated more than. 50,000 fortune cookies to San Francisco, Alameda, and San Mateo County first responders this week. So you get fortune cookies. Uh, it's a nice gesture. Uh, yes, every little, I think those things mean a lot, Preston. Uh, the company posted photos of the cookies on their Instagram and said, COVID-19 is tough, but we are tougher, and like many fortunes, we will persevere. Uh, this may be an unpopular take, but I think fortune cookies are way overrated. Uh, no, I, I agree. I think, yeah, I think a lot not. of people find. I like them. I like them with uh, with um, uh, what is the, the tea? What is the what is the actual blend of tea that you will find in most Chinese restaurants? I don't know. There's jasmine tea. There's a bunch of different whatever kinds. the classic uh, quote unquote Chinese tea is. I uh, I love that with a good fortune cookie. So I I think some of the take uh, take home joints are kind of have cheap ones. I mm-hmm. think, but actually, um, they say I don't know. Uh, P.F. Chang's is really good. Okay. Fortune cookies? Higher, higher quality fortune cookies. Is there, we bought you? we bought some. I'm not sure where Michelle got this, but I'll have to show you guys. I've never had them before. We have them at home. They are chocolate-covered fortune cookies. Uh-huh. I mean, you put chocolate on anything. You put it it's on good. crickets. Yeah. I know, but <laughs> yeah. are you going to do that at home? No. Yeah, so what so is the fortune inside these. saying? Everything going to be great, my man. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, it's chocolate-covered. They are chocolate-covered fortune cookies. I love that idea. Excellent. So uh, maybe I'll f- bring some in for you guys. Sure, fortune cookie. Oh, my, my, I, I, I don't know, Kath. I don't know. And your uh, high-pitched voice. My high-pitched voice. <laughs> is there a fortune cookie ice cream? Is there ice cream with a little fortune cookie bites in it? Probably. Yeah. But I, do you want to say you've heard of that before? Or uh... Yeah, I want to say that. Okay. Yeah. Or are you just thinking out loud, well, I wonder if there's fortune cookie. You just gave away a multi-million dollar yeah. idea for free. I don't know. What would you prefer? Thinking I don't out care. loud, I'm or... just curious. Okay. Would you case? case would you put the little fortunes, a little piece of paper, in the ice cream? No, no, no. Just the cookie part, Kathy. Hey, can I go back to Hawaii for a second? <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I pulled up this article, so of course I continued reading it. So there, not only is there stay at home stay at home order in effect, um, but violators um, will get a five thousand dollar fine and a possible year in jail if they leave their house. Yeah, yeah Preston said that. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oh man. All right, pull over. Pull over slowly. <laughs> I have to imagine that. Uh, yeah, they're they're on. Uh, they're as they say, crapping bricks. Uh, by the way, oolong tea. 
People are texting, and that's generally what you'll find. All right. Uh, Well, listen, we want to take a break because we've got a lot to get to this morning. Gene Seymour is going to be on the program. Our good friend, Kate Flannery, will be joining us as well. And we got a shot at $500 when we get back with MMR's Rock Refund. So don't you dare miss that. We'll be right back. Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop, like t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. With designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve Show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals, we've even got your little ones covered with an array of bibs, onesies, and toddler tees. Plus coffee mugs and much more. All with the MMR attitude you expect. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. In mere moments, we will do the MMR Rock Refund. In the meantime, we got to do the B5. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, this morning is brought to you by Godshaw's. Godshaw's fully cooked turkey bacon is six months shelf stable, ready to eat, and needs no refrigeration. Each serving has six grams of protein, making it great for sandwiches, camping, and family preparedness. And it's available at Weiss and Acme. Uh, we're going to start with this. A tray. Casey, go take a look. Casey. A- okay. A train engineer at the Port of Los Angeles. This is insane. A train engineer at the Port of Los Angeles is facing federal charges for allegedly charging a locomotive off tracks towards a ship, the USNS Mercy, which he suspected is tied to a government plot, according to federal prosecutors. Yeah, this story is outrageous. Eduardo Moreno was handed over to FBI agents Wednesday and charged with one count of train wrecking. I didn't even know that that was a a thing in uh, Tuesday's derailment. Uh, Moreno admitted he purposely ran the train off of the end of its tracks at full speed near the hospital ship in two separate interviews. Mm. He allegedly told investigators he believed the ship, which was docked at the port last week to relieve strain on area hospitals during the coronavirus outbreak, had a secret purpose related to COVID-19 or a government takeover. This is a train engineer who's in charge of driving the train. Did that, Was there a psychological profile done when he got the job? I don't know. Moreno said that he wanted to, quote, wake people up and hoped the derailment would get media attention so that people could see for themselves. The 1,000-bed ship became the largest hospital in L.A. when it docked last Friday. On Sunday, it began boarding non-coronavirus patients to free up space area hospitals. Firefighters responded to the port where the train came to rest about 250 yards from the Mercy after crashing through a series of barriers. No injuries were were reported, but it did trigger a fuel spill that prompted a hazardous materials cleanup. Moreno tried to flee the scene, but was detained by a CHP officer who witnessed the incident. The officer reported seeing the train smash through a concrete barrier, a steel barrier, and a chain-link fence before sliding across a parking lot and a lot filled with gravel coming to rest against another chain-link fence. It's like the Silver Streak. Yeah. The uh, officer told investigators that when he spoke with Moreno, the suspect said things like, you only get this chance once, the whole world is watching. Ding, 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 I ding. had to. Police don't know what's going on here, and now they will. Or people don't know what's going on here, and now they will. Do you think he's playing the Eminem song? 
Uh, Moreno yeah, yeah. Will, uh, was later turned over to the L.A. Port Police who interviewed the engineer and searched his residence. Video recovered from inside the train's cab allegedly shows Moreno holding a lighted flare as well as the train nearly careening into three occupied vehicles as it crashed. Uh, Moreno told authorities that he acted alone and hadn't plotted the move ahead of time. If convicted or as charged, he could face up to 20 years in federal prison. Oh, my God. Isn't that outrageous? Yeah, crazy. By the way, remind me to uh, tell you about my zipper story in the bathroom uh, on the other side of this. <laughs> okay. Yep. A spat over COVID-19 wound up landing a 43-year-old woman behind bars. What could be called the case of the virus violence broke out March 29th in Vero Beach. Uh, the woman identified as the victim told investigators she had been arguing with her wife. The victim reported that she was on the couch when she and her wife began arguing about the coronavirus and about possibly losing their jobs. The victim said her wife had been drinking, started getting physical, repeatedly pushing her down. <clears throat> the victim said uh, her wife left. Uh, the living room looked disheveled with an empty bottle of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, the slogan of which is, If you haven't tried it yet, just imagine what it feels like to stand face-to-face with a fire-breathing dragon who just ate a whiskey barrel full of cinnamon. Uh, Sign me up. Uh, The alleged attacker eventually returned, smelling of booze. The attacker denied touching the victim but said they did argue she was jailed for domestic battery. All right, let's see. We'll do uh, one more story because we got to get on the uh, uh, rock refund. This is out of Michigan. A plague of unwanted nudity spanning more than a decade in southeast Kent County has come to an end. Police have arrested a man they believe has been exposing himself for years, the so-called Cascade Flasher. Stephen Todd Pasteur has been in jail since Wednesday after he allegedly confessed to investigators uh, to crimes going back to 2003. He's been doing this for almost 20 years. For all that time, so what slipped him up finally? Uh, he kept he kept bothering the same woman. One person. Yeah. So He fell in love. Lieutenant Joel Rune said we believe him to be responsible for several dozen indecent in exposures over the last almost 20 years. Hey, honestly, <clears throat> at this point, he should get some sort of watch or something. Pastor allegedly had a routine. He kept his shirt and his hat on, but was naked from the waist down. <laughs> he would stand on the decks or porches of homes in and around Cascade, often knocking on the windows to make sure they had an audience. And he would then expose himself and pleasure himself in front of his shocked onlooker. Uh, Rune said part of what we know about this crime is that part of it is the reaction of the victim. Uh, He also did it in front of businesses and even just on the side of the freeway from time to time. So he put on like a little show? Yeah. Uh, For years he would would disappear without a trace. Uh, The officer said it was typically an act that didn't have an extended duration, so he was typically out of the area rather quickly and proved to be evasive over the years. You guys a little curious as to what he looks like? I've Uh, seen it. Okay. And Uh, he's just a weird-looking older guy. Of course. Yeah. Uh, But starting in January, he broke his usual routine when he started targeting one woman in particular, and she had cameras on her home, and it was that and the linking of a vehicle that made the arrest possible. Who has this much time in their schedule? Uh, Police allegedly caught him peeping in a window in his neighborhood and then found him without pants near a highway. I know this is is horrible, and it's it's a violation, uh, but there's something nostalgic about a good old-fashioned flasher. If convicted, he could remain locked up until he is deemed no longer to be a threat, even if that takes the rest of his life. So, wow. And there you go. That's so, what I have in the B file for you. I know we have to get to the business, so do that and I'll tell you about my Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. This one word could snag you $500, maybe even $10,000 in oh joy. 
Wouldn't that be wonderful? And that's the word. It's joy, J-O-Y. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do so via the text. All right, special contest short code number is set up. It's 45911. So text the word joy to 45911 or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize. Enter it on the MMR mobile app or WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. Once again, the word is joy, J-O-Y. Good luck to you. So what happens? So, so I'm in the bathroom and I go to pull up my zipper. I've done my business. And these, <laughs> the zipper pulled up uh, halfway on one side and, oh. and, and not all the way on the other side. So even if it hadn't zipped, I could have just buttoned my pants and just had my shirt hang over it and, and tended to it later. But it was... <laughs> The the the, uh, the jeans were sort of down on one side, so I couldn't even get to the button part. Oh, no. And I'm like, you mother ever. Oh. And I'm like, if I really gorilla this, yeah. I'm going to just rip it apart completely. Yep. So I, I was just gen- finessing it, finessing it, was, managed to get it back down and then bring it back up and it worked. Starting to get worried about you there. I know. Yeah, I yeah. thought maybe I not, you know, I choked on out. something yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. But, uh, nope. Survived. Yeah, I, I lost track of time. It's all good. Rather than flash you guys. Yep. No, I yeah, I was um it was the same thing because you you know, I asked how much time. I'm like, yeah, about six minutes. Yeah. And then I was like, well, you know, it was like, you know, six minutes, give or take like twenty seconds. Yeah, Steve right. came yeah. in like halfway through the first bizarre file story. So uh <laughs> And that good. is like that is you know, I'll walk in a little late. Kathy might walk in a little late. You know, Nick might, you know, Preston Steve never walk into a break it's late. It's the end of the world ever. if I come in late. It's either yeah. that or my zipper's broken. Yeah. All right. Uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break. We have uh, guests and more on the program. So make sure you stay with us and stuff to give away because obviously it's the end of the week or word of the week prize. And we'll see what else we can throw out to you. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's do another matchup. Here we go. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush All right, four matchups total today. Uh, you can view and vote at any time, and you got the weekend to do it. But make sure you do view, watch the video. So the two that we're going to highlight at this point in time are in the Annabelle section Annabelle. of our brackets. Uh, we'll begin with the preacher defends his private jet again versus <laughs> Pinecone. 
Let's take a little listen into those. Here we go. <laughs> you kind of caught me off guard here, okay? <laughs> okay, you're, God, God bless. God bless you. You're a sweetheart. But uh, if I could, without the cameras on, I would punch every last goddamn tooth right out of your head. Sweetheart, I'll explain this. Sweetheart. But it's a yeah. biblical thing. It's a spiritual here thing. We go. It doesn't have anything to do with people. The Bible is not about <laughs> people. Oh it's not about humanity and love and compassion and generosity. I don't know what edition you're reading. <laughs> All right, so, and that goes on. That's another chunky one. I love that one. Uh, and that goes up against pine cone. Here's a little flavor of that. Hey, did you guys know that if you say Pacific Ocean really fast, it sounds like pine cone? Say it, say it. Good. No, you do it. No. Are you ready? Pine cone. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I made up that joke on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Because we were doing St. Nicholas and Santa Claus, and I said it. I was driving home from Mass with my mom and my three kids, and I said it, and I started laughing so hard that I had to pull over because I couldn't see. I couldn't breathe. Wow. Casey was laughing that entire time we were oh, just yeah. playing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That oh, cracked you up. Well, you it? know what? Well, A, it, there's a couple of things going on there. Um, a, you guys never play along, so uh, F you guys for that. <laughs> Uh, B, I um, I just remember when it had happened, and I, I honestly I I was going to crash my car. I was laughing so hard. Okay, yeah, thank right. God. Hey, we all have our things, man. Yeah. We do, we yeah. do. Let's see what you think about it, and uh, go to presidentsteve.com and voting. Remember the the last time there was a long, long time ago. I had this. One of my sons had a toy. It was a helicopter. Oh, yes. I love that. It had little sound effects on it. And, Fire on command. And and I sat there, Casey, and I, I cracked myself <laughs> up. I mean, hurting because I was laughing yeah, so yeah. hard. <laughs> and it was just dumb. It wasn't funny to anyone but me. In fact, I was the only one there <laughs> laughing by myself. Those so, moments are so joyous. They're great. so cathartic. Uh, yeah, you know what, Preston? We actually have audio of Shut that. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, here it is. A minute long. Oh, no. Oh, so you guys played... You played a beat underneath me, and yeah. I started hitting the, the effects to yeah. the rhythm of the... Yeah. Uh, that's what was so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an adult man <laughs> playing with a child's toy. Yes. Just entertaining myself for a long time. Okay. Anyway. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, wow. we, we all have our own thing, most definitely. Uh, and you might be looking for a new thing in this uh, particular uh, world that we're living in under quarantine. In these uncertain times? <laughs> in these uncertain, uncertain times. times, one is looking for something to do. In fact, this is kind of interesting. Nick, you sent over uh, an article the other day, and I, I didn't read it. Uh, but so thank you, thank you. So thanks for but that. I, I read that. I read the headline. That's all you need. It was a lengthy article. I look for things that are that are kind of shorter that I can use for the show that we yeah. can digest easily and and uh, and put the information out as a lengthy. By the way, I can't see you at all, uh, Nick, on the uh, on Facebook. Really? Yeah, reactivate really. your flange, please. Turn your flange. Oh, uh, the flange. Oh man. Uh, but put anyway, down those chips. It essentially was saying stop trying to be so productive while you're at home. And oh, I didn't really? Quite, I didn't quite understand the really? logic of that. Did you read it, Nick? Well, I did. Yeah, I read the whole article, and, and I'll fix the. Why would you do that? But, um, <laughs> what's that? Read the whole, read article. The whole article. I mean, just read the, <laughs> oh, well, read yeah. the headline. No, but go ahead. Uh, 
I'm a reader, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> um, and basically, uh, the the article says that um, you know everybody sort of went into this knowing that if you're going to be working from home or if you're going to be quarantined, that you're going to have more time on your hands, and then you can uh, start to play the piano or start to paint more <laughs> or start to keep a journal, and then like two weeks in or a week and a half in or whatever, people abandon those plans. And yeah. part of the article was saying that. Uh, we already sort of had this mentality that, you know, every waking moment has to be crammed in with some kind of activity. And that's not necessarily healthy. And that's okay to just not do stuff for a little bit. I, I and agree. You should be okay with that. I agree. And, and Nick, I, I also believe that you're probably finding a lot of people who are experiencing anxiety because they haven't learned how to play the violin, yeah. you know, in the time that they've had. And that what's wrong with me? Everyone else is learning all these incredible things, and I still can't play a Stradivarius. Yeah. I read an article um, where a 15-year-old kid said maybe this is what the world needed just to slow us down a bit. You know, I, I it might be a little extreme, but it, you know, coming from a 15 yeah. year old, you're like, wow, okay, maybe, maybe this is a chance while we're inside to just, you know, just slow down a bit and, and not be running all over the place. For the people who aren't going to be financially destroyed by this. Yes. Exactly. Right, I, right, I, and right. so, so it's coming from a 15 year old before we start seeing reaction to that. I, I know what you're saying. So, uh, well, if you are looking for something to do to spend your time mm. with, maybe you have been doing nothing. Um, I found this list of uh, things to learn during your quarantine. Okay, you reasonable things. Yeah, the, I, at first, not neurosurgery. I, I, no, I went into this, uh, you know, a little skeptical, going, "Okay, here's another list, here's another <laughs> thing from Nick." But some of these things are might actually they might spark a little interest in uh, in filling your time up. Like I have number one on this list. I have now we're going to work every day, so yes. it's a little bit different for us. But I have a lock picking set at home <laughs> that I got for Christmas a couple of years ago. They're great. It was something I saw, you know, on an internet ad. And I'm like, yeah, I've always wanted to learn how to pick a lock. Locks always keep you from getting into things. No, I just, it'd, it'd be a neat skill to have. Yeah. So I have it, and I've never, not once have I touched or oh, no learned kidding. how to do it. But I have it, but. You can order these. In fact, there's a website called uh, LockPickWorld.com that has a bunch of beginner lock picking sets. Does it come with locks uh, to pick? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the 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 set that I have have has old trainer locks. In fact, uh, some of them are see through. They're 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 so you can see how the process is going. The mechanism is so the game Splinter Cell. uh, The first few games they came out. One of the things that you had to learn was lock picking. Yeah, and you know to get the uh, all the what the tumblers or whatever they call them to go in in the in the right way. And I enjoyed that part. I I had a lock picking kit years ago. Don't know where it is. It's right up there with my. I want a laser pointer, honey. Right. Yes. Uh, but uh, but uh, yes, that would be a cool thing to have. My cousin has a lock picking kit, and I borrowed it from her last year um, yeah. during the summer because I needed to get into something. Uh, and I, I didn't want to have to like break the window. I eventually had to break the window because couldn't fit. In. <laughs> That's one <laughs> way to pick a lock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Here, I mean, I'll pick this lock. But I spent hours trying to trying to pick this lock. It was it was fun. It was exciting, and then it just became frustrating uh, to do it. Apparently, uh, what I had found out was that the type of lock that I was trying to pick was actually a really really tough so, lock. Okay. My brother's, uh, you know, Secret Service for many years, and they they gave them a thing that is, um, it's really like pretty quick. It's basically a universal key to locks. I don't know how it works. Okay, I guess you have to be in the Secret Service to know the uh, the deal. But it's uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, there's also another thing you can learn. How about actually several things? How to sew. 
How about how, how, how to keep your locks from being picked? Uh, this is good skill to have uh, for simple clothes repair. Can extend the life of many favorite garments by year. Chances are you might already have a sewing kit at home, but never quite mastered the most useful techniques required to mend a tear or hem the length of a garment. Yep, so, sitting in my basement. Yeah, again, <laughs> oh, so I, I bought my wife, uh, the, I want to try sewing. And I, I've seen more people get <laughs> unbelievably frustrated over you know sewing, I, and even more so, knitting. Like I can kni- actually sew. I, I, I can use it. I, I actually know how to sew. I used to hem my own pants, my own dresses, and stuff like that. The, the problem is, is it is time-consuming, and there is a, a part of it, Steve, where you can get frustrated if things start to go wrong. Right, right. So, you know, and, and you'd have to, you know, a couple of times I'd have to unstitch something if I did it, you know, improperly. So it was more the, the time commitment, but now I sure. guess if there's more time, I can do it. Um, my uh, Yeah, uh, Rochelle, wanted, we had an interest in sewing. I don't think the sewing machine has ever made it. I think it's still in the box. <laughs> we have a really still in the box. <laughs> and I'm sure you got a really great one. They can do all sorts of stuff, and I... I so, but and there you have your son, who's made uh, jams and jellies, <laughs> and in the course of our uh, cardboard classic broadcast, knit you a cap. Yeah, he knitted a hat for Burt Kreischer. Uh, yeah, he gave it to and him. It was so, cool, yeah. and it was like, good. He's he, just I, sitting there. He I almost a, wanted to say, can, "Can you make me one?" Uh, he makes. He uses the loom. I'll get him to make one for you, Kathy. It, it was really cool. I yeah. liked it a lot. By the way, let, the side note. Yeah, about, about sewing. Uh, and I wish I remembered. I think it's called "So What's New." I used to watch this show. Yeah, really? I think it was on PBS, and this guy was like the Bob Ross of sewing. Oh, he, was he? He was an older gay gentleman uh, who would tell these, all these little stories. What the hell was that? Was that you, Kathy? I think that's Nick. He's playing the pots and the pans again. Oh, okay. That's one of the things you want to learn how to do. What are you doing, cat? Kathy? Sorry. Oh, okay, cat. Uh, but, that was a cat? But yeah, so he he's over metal thing. He was this older, silver-haired, uh, gay uh, sewing master. Yes. And he would and he would sit and tell these little stories. Oh my goodness! Really? <laughs> uh, and, oh, and, I love that. And it played right into my. This is him. We're looking. Yeah, we yeah. found the video. He would uh, he would play into my ASMR because the sound of the sewing machine of all the stuff that he was doing. <laughs> uh, okay. It was just like watching Bob Ross for me. And it was back around that same time that Bob Ross was actively working. Today we're going to teach you how to make dream catchers. <laughs> oh, it's very so, simple. I used to love watching Isn't that guy. Great? He was hilarious. All right, so you can learn to sew. All right. Um and then what else do we have here? Learning Morse code. It says, learning, learn Morse code in less than a day with this Google experiment. Unfortunately, I don't have the Google experiment in this article. Well, there's also Zach Morse code. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could. Yeah. Uh, all right. I used to I used to know uh, Morse code pretty well because I had a ham radio briefly when I was a kid. Yep. And uh, completely. Uh, and uh, so that helped a lot. <laughs> all right. Here's, here's a goofy one. Learn to raise one eyebrow. Oh, I like the now rock? this this person said yeah like the rock it says so I did it by holding down one eyebrow with my hands rather hard and raising the other that way you know how it feels and what muscles you have to use do it a little bit every day uh, just to get yourself used to the feeling and you'll find that soon enough over time <laughs> that you can no. do it without the hand so I get the impression see some guy sitting alone in his apartment I'm gonna learn how to raise my <laughs> I can only ever do it by accident really, really? you can. I can do it, no problem. I can't do it on you, purpose. Nope. I can't do it at all. Steve, can you, you can do it? Yeah, I'm oh, doing yeah. it right now. Wow. Yeah, I can raise one of them. I can't go back and forth with the other. Same thing with my lip. I can go up on the left side right, like, right, right. like Elvis, yeah. but I can't do the other side. Nick, I, I during the course of conversation, you raise one eyebrow all the time. Yeah, That's great, accident. and you can't do it on purpose. 
Nope, I'm that's, trying to do what Kathy's doing. I'm holding one down and raising the other one right now. That's as far as I can get. You know what, Nick? I did- in these uncertain times, this is something you really need to know how to do. Right? Exactly. <laughs> because if there's going to be more information that's going to make you want to raise one eyebrow, it's, yeah. it's now. Excuse me. What was that? What was that? <laughs> Heard a sneeze? Sneeze. <laughs> lady the stool raised eyebrow. Yeah. I you can do either catcher. side of the lip press. Okay. Oh, let's see it. Yeah, there's one. Nice, Kath. Can I- you roll your tongue? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Yeah, I can pretty, roll my tongue. Oh yeah. I'm pretty. Uh, Pretty skilled. <laughs> skilled oh with my, my mouth. I have stories. <laughs> spring break. I was rolling my tongue a lot. I there was one That's summer during uh, during high school where I taught myself how to move my ears. You um you know like you can manually yeah yeah you with can w- wiggle them right yeah wiggle my ears and not with my hands no just by themselves and I remember Steve. It was when I was on the lifeguard stand when I realized that I was doing it. <laughs> I was supposed to be watching people in the pool. And you were working on your... So there's but like it was three because... bodies at the bottom of the pool. It was... <laughs> my son! <laughs> I'm sorry, I was working on my ears. True so because it's hard to understand <laughs> that you were distracted learning how to wiggle your ear. This is it the wrongful death <laughs> yeah, case? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's kind yes, of but you need to understand, Your Honor. You have to understand. It's kind of like pressing like a muscle memory thing where yeah. like you're trying something with like drumming, right? You couldn't do it, couldn't do it, couldn't do it. You walk away from the drum kit and then you come back to it and then all of a sudden you can do it, right? Yep. yep. That's exactly what kind of happened. I was trying, 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 and then I was up on the lifeguard stand. I had my sunglasses on, you know, over <laughs> yeah. my ears huh. and I started moving them. I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing Steve, it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Wait, I'm doing it. <laughs> doing it. <laughs> can you guys move your ears? No. Uh, slightly. No. Uh, let me see if I can still do it. <laughs> nope. I used you're, to be you're, able to do You're it. moving your whole face. Mm, no. Nope. Okay. It's. It would take me a while to get to be able to do that again, but I can. I can knit with yes, my nuts. I could just <laughs> nudge them a little bit. You nut can, knitting is nut really well, fun. Next on the list is knitting. Oh, knitting. I have it right here, and knitting, and knitting, uh, or crocheting, which they say is a little easier than knitting. So these are things that you can you can learn. I've that's seen. Some, go ahead, Kathy. That's something I never learned. Knitting it like seems, so easy, but not that. It seems so therapeutic. And yet I've seen so many, and I love online when you see failed sweaters, yeah, yeah. you know, and things of that nature. <laughs> All right, how about this one? Something to do with your time while you're at home learning a skill. Learn basic sign language. I've always um, wanted to. I, I have, too. It just, you know, it, it takes a lot of work, a lot of time. And, and you're I used so to know. I, I, I know some of the alphabet. I used to know all of it. But yeah, if you don't too. keep doing it, then you yeah. forget it, you know. All right, what else can you learn? Uh, getting better at cocktails. Uh, if you're drinking a little bit more these days, which I know some of us are. Oh, those kind of cocktails. Maybe you take some some time to learn how to make a better cocktail. And, uh, you know, there's obviously books that you can get. There's plenty of videos online that will learn. Like, like. so I, I did a... Um, I did a Facebook Live the other night, and I, I learned over trucks. I'm not a bartender, and I've just learned to mix on my own that when I make a margarita, I found the best way to do it is um, 
is fill up a, uh, a shaker with ice first, put the ingredients in there, shake it up, get it nice and cold, and then pour it over ice. That way it doesn't melt all your ice in the glass and mm. you get a way watered down or an even more watered down drink. So little techniques like that. Would you ever? I, I'm not a bartender at all. I do not. I know very little about mixing drinks, if, but I did learn that on my own. If you can learn it, if you can learn the various tricks, you have. A, you can have a career. I mean, if, yeah. if you're looking to do something, because bartenders will make a lot more. But I tell you what, uh, learning those cocktail from the movie cocktail bottle spinning tricks. Oh yeah, there you go. that could be fun yeah. too. That's another thing that that you could work on. Well, as well. knitting. Uh, but, uh, yeah, look up videos uh, online on uh, YouTube, and, and you can definitely learn some more stuff. All right, taking some time to learn how to draw. A really good course that you can take is called Drawbox, which is on YouTube. Yep, I can uh, draw. Focuses, yeah, you're, you're, you are good, Steve. Uh, it focuses on the fundamentals of drawing and can provide a really solid base for... Uh, when you want to learn more things, so is that something that you would like to expand on, or are you just happy with so your I, current ability? I, I bought I bought a, kept a couple of their posable figures that a lot of comic book artists use, and you you know they they just give you a little bit of perspective. And I've been using that with the iPad, yeah, and I enjoy it. Cool, yeah, it's a lot of fun. But you Chase have, has been doing that. Okay, you have basic skill. skill. I, I always thought I got that, mad like, skills. Either you can draw or you can't draw. I, I don't know if that's the case when it comes to drawing or playing an instrument or. I see. I see it like uh, there's a picture of, uh, of a sketched thing. I I can see everything in its lines. So there are people like uh, who are just phenomenal, and I and and how to uh, project the depth of a of a scene and or the sh- my my shading could use work. Yeah. But otherwise, getting perspective and everything, I'm pretty good at. I think case you, you know. Listen, I I can't draw. I could learn to do it better though. I think yeah. and and it's not something that that I that you know stimulates me artistically, but. I think if if you are going to learn a, a, an art of sort, whether it be music or 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 art, you know, drawing and, and sketching and things like that, that as long as you are, um, as long as you don't set your goals too high, you can be satisfied with improvement. You know, you, so, you people so, get impatient. Yeah. So as as a drummer right now, I'm really trying to work on on improving, and I'm at a level where. I can only pr- improve so much more, or it's going to take a long time for me to see significant improvement. And I'm trying, and I'm not satisfied right, with it personally, right. but I'm trying to also be patient with it and just continue to move forward. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Well, um, and you've you've gone through an experience where you've already had success at a level, so you know that that process is part of so many other things. Yeah, yeah. And you're prepared for that and for uh, disappointments along the way. There's, there's, you know, it's actually kind of fun. Um, and I and I've dabbled with it a while ago, and I'd like to maybe get back into it. S- sculpting, clay sculpting, okay, uh, which yeah. is which is basically, in a way, it's drawing. You know, it's it's you know that a little more three dimensional, a little more three dimensional. Yeah. You know, I can make my own action figures, Kathy. Uh, <laughs> how about learning the Korean? Cyrillic or Greek alphabet? Oh man, that'd be a mother effer. Yes, it would. <laughs> uh, how about Chisholm? Remember that old math thing? I do remember that. Yeah. You use your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And then the porn version was Jizz and Bob. Jizz and Bob. <laughs> I heard Korean is literally the hardest language on the planet to learn oh, because really? it's so, it, yeah, it's so unlike every other language. It's an isolated uh, peninsula. Yeah. So, um, it's, and there are no characters in Korean that are like any other Asian characters. So it's just, it's its own thing. Uh, therefore making it incredibly difficult. The Cyrillian is the Russian alphabet. Yes. I'm not yeah. really sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so- Cyrillic. Here's a uh, here's a text to, to step back a couple of uh, subjects ago. It says, uh, I know I'm going to catch flack for this, but I taught my 13-year-old how to mix drinks. <laughs> She's really good at making my Captain and Cokes and my wife's vodka martini. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever see Mommy Dearest? 
Yes. Yeah. She, 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 she made, the made the drinks. Yeah, she was making the, oh the drinks for their, for their for her uncles who would drop by and visit mommy. I mean, it's not much different than asking your kid to go get you a beer out of the fridge. I go mean, it's, it is mess. a little bit different, but um, but I see that. All the time. Watch mm-hmm. the kids in the pool. Daddy's wiggling his ears. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number one on this list of things you could work on uh, if you're looking for a time killer, learning a few chords on the guitar. Taught myself uh, a couple last night, as my, a matter of fact. My yeah. wife was sitting yeah. down with, with the electric guitar and was uh, had a uh, had a, a course up. I don't want to comment on it because I, sometimes yeah, I, I saw her doing it. And I was so, so happy because also a lot of times people just want to say, I'm going to try this, and they don't want... Yes. You know, they oh, what are you doing? They no, don't want your no, no, feedback. No, no. Yeah. They yeah. just want you to, they want to proceed by themselves. And I think a lot of times when people, uh, you know, think there's an audience or whatever, it makes them shy about trying something. Another fun instrument is ukulele. And there's plenty of tutorials of, yeah. on how to learn some songs. It's, I, I find it to be a, just a smidge easier than the guitar. Uh, and it's just fun. If you just kind of want to take that out for a spin, you can give that a try. Uh, cooking is an obvious one. You can work d- on your cooking. I picked up a couple of things. I took okay. the uh, the um, uh, God. I'm having a brain fart. Oh, uh, Wolf Wolf Puck. Puck. Yeah, yeah. Have video course really well done. The element of video, the element of the YouTube video, being able to stop, go back a few seconds, stop, you know, and freeze the screen, do all that is such a godsend. Yeah, uh, because that makes the uh, and I I made some pretty damn good uh, um, egg dishes and. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. Marissa? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of cooking. That's been my time killer. And I post uh, photos on my Instagram account, and so many people reply back ask, asking for the recipes. And I usually don't. I actually just Google the ingredients that are in my refrigerator. Like, I made a pasta dish with, like, lemon and asparagus. So I just put those three ingredients yep. into Google and found something that kind of worked for me yep. and then played around with it. And just try that. Most of the things I cook are not, like, by the book. Yeah, there there are websites where you can just enter uh, enter the ingredients yeah. you have, and they'll they'll spit out a bunch of recipes that you can make with that stuff. And that's a good way to go about, it, especially right now if people are limiting their trips mm-hmm. to the store. Uh, you want to work with what you've got, so that's a good idea. Um, real quick, I, okay. So tra- Tony's been on hold for a long time. The first one we kicked off with was a uh, uh, lock picking. Hey, Tony, what's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Um, yeah. Uh- my my family, we went to the uh, Worst Case Survival opening last year at the Franklin Institute, and they actually have a lock-picking wall. Oh. My son, who's 18, was enamored. I mean, he spent so much time trying to – they were using, like, bobby pins and paper clips to try to pick a lock. So, and so as a joke, for Christmas, I bought him a lock-pick set, some starter locks, and a couple of manuals, and he's actually kind of picked it up now that he's got a lot of time on his hands in the house. That's pretty cool. I wonder, like, so from a regular lock you can pick to a lock you can like crack, like a like a um, a safe, um, you know, uh, combination combination lock. lock. Yeah, we're, these were basically padlocks, right? Key padlocks, uh, and then of course the manuals kind of do talk about other kinds of locks, you know, for doors, basic doors, that kind of thing. Locks, but, locksmiths can make some loot, man. I mean, if yeah. if you if you ever had a locksmith come over and, oh, and man, yeah. I had a guy come over one time. I I got locked out of my apartment. It was it was on the weekend. I couldn't get a hold yeah. of the landlord. I paid for the guy to come over, and he comes up, and Steve literally, there you go. That'd be $85. Oh, my God. I go, my God. We took 30 seconds or less. We called a locksmith one time, and Preston saw, I go, you know, there's a window in the back. Oh, man. And not only that, it was an easy, you could step through it. And I just set it up, and I was so embarrassed, I actually paid the locksmith to not tell anyone. Sometimes you got to do that, man. 
All right, here's some other things that you can do uh, if you've always been interested in them. Uh, teaching yourself some beginner coding by starting with what's called Python. It's one of the funnier and easier languages to pick up as far as programming languages go. Um, and it says um, there are a couple of easy courses which you can uh, take to get started, even if it's just writing a short hello, uh, hello world program. It might give you some insight, excuse me, into how computers and programs work. My son's been doing this. Okay, the, the, how's he doing? Coding, he, it's amazing, Steve, because he's so much more technically proficient than I am. Yeah. But he'll, he'll write these simple programs, show them to me on the computer. I'm like, wait, you made that out of nothing? Like, it's, it, it boggles the mind, but it's impressive. Writing code, man. Um, magic tricks oh, with cards. Boy. You can work on card tricks. Oh, I did that through when I was a kid all the time. It's and that's hard. a wonderful thing to learn. The real trick is finding anyone who gives a rat's ass. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, if you could do a good card trick, I, I give a rat's ass. If, you if could, it's yeah. good. If it's good. Yeah. Did you catch the uh, David Blaine special Wednesday night? No, I forgot. Yeah, a it's lot. Good. You could probably get it in, on, on demand. Yeah, I mean, there's some some, some great stuff that he does. Uh, it was not my favorite of the Blaine no. specials. But um, and, and a lot of times he'll run the same sort of trick variations with different people. What, right. what trick blew you the way the, of, of the uh, lot that he did, Case? You know, the, where he was getting people's phone passcodes? Yes, that was pretty cool. Uh, and he was doing it with cards. Uh, it was, you know, pretty wild. Uh, there was one guy that he was doing a trick with on the street that I wanted to punch in the face. Uh, he reminded me of myself. Uh, <laughs> if you know who I'm talking about. He was, oh, the guy was like... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're not the show. The magic's the show. You know, like, shut up, nerd. Uh, and so, uh, I, but I, I identify with that guy because sometimes I don't know when to keep my mouth shut. And so that was that guy. Did he wiggle his ears? <laughs> yes. Oh, there was one, though, that he does, Preston, where he, he, he literally, Blaine, sews his lips shut. Oh I've seen him God. do that he live, his lips, right? And, and he, is, he has had the person... Tear a pers- a portion a portion of the of a playing card off, right? Yep. Uh, and then, um, uh, you know, they they uh, I forget exactly what happens. Long story short, it ends up he, in his mouth. With, yeah, the, you get the the, oh uh, the 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 threads are clipped, his lips spread apart, and oh, that piece is in his my mouth. My God, wow, it's messed up. Uh, speaking of wiggling ears, I'm going to go to our friend Flossie, who we haven't talked to in a while, is on the line. Hey, Flossie. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Just wanted to let you know, first of all, thanks for making me laugh. Uh, I mean, uh, really, in these messed up times and these sad times, I I really needed that. Our um, pleasure. I'm, and I'm sorry to bother you at work while I'm not working. <laughs> but, um, I'm brushing my teeth a couple minutes ago, and I'm realizing that I am talented. I can lift my right eyebrow and wiggle my left ear. And you wow. didn't know you could do that? And I never knew that I could do this. You could become a lifeguard. We opened up a whole new world. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. In the final test. You're helping me realize that I do have some talent. <laughs> Are you doing okay otherwise, Flossie? Yeah, everyone that I know of, friends, family, everyone is, is hanging in there. Okay, yeah. well, keep at it. Yeah, you guys do the same, too. Right. Stay right. well, stay healthy. Thanks, right. Flossie. Love you. Bye-bye. Um, here's some other things. Uh, you can try basic video editing. I've done a little bit of that with the drum videos I've been working on. It's so. a lot of fun. It takes they're, time. And they're very simple programs that can even, if you want to cut to the chase, you have a creative thing in mind, all different sorts of programs going to on 
uh, that are available to your level and to what you're looking to achieve. And, and a lot of them have these templates that are very easy just to pop the videos in. And audio editing, too, if you want to take a GarageBand yeah. out for a run if you've got that uh, that program. I mean, you can get actually a simple version of Pro Tools. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, I, I am, I'm pretty adroit at Pro Tools. I've used it yeah. for, for most of my life, but I switched recently to a program uh, in, in the Adobe world, Audition, which has gotten tremendously uh, better, especially for radio production and stuff like that. Our, our, our imaging genius here, Zach, uh, turned me on to it. He uses it a lot. And it and you can get, you know, cheap versions uh, online quickly. Yeah, I used Adobe at uh, Y100 all the time. I have done virtually no audio uh, mixing or, or editing since I've been at MMR. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Like, I, I work on the Vox Pro here, but, like... Pro Tools, like I, 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 use, I use it every day. So I switched. I, I finally dumped out a Pro Tools that I'm my, I'm I'm working exclusively in Audition, mm-hmm. and uh, I love it. You can also try some new techniques to make your Instagram posts prettier. Ooh, yes. Ooh. The person said uh, that wrote this uh, true story. I downloaded the Facetune app once to edit a photo and was completely mind boggled. It was too. I was too impatient to play around with it and figure it out. But now I've got time on my hands. I can work on that stuff. Uh, my face simply doesn't need a tune up. It needs the Army Corps of Engineers. Mm. Uh, bread making. Uh, follow Tom Papa on. Uh, so there was an article. Uh, social media. He'll help you. I should have sent over to you, Preston. I think it's on Mashable, but it is. If you don't have that starter sourdough yeah. yeast, yeah. it teaches you how to create that the first, you yeah, know. The mother, right? The, the, right? the mother, basically, because sourdough is so good. And the breads that Tom Papa displays on his Instagram page, yep. Jesus, they look I need good. to show that to my son. I'll let him get started. Let him do it and let him make many of them for us. Uh, cursive writing. Work on your cursive writing. Learn how to write curses. Some some people might. F you, mother effer. <laughs> Especially the younger generation may not know cursive at all. Hey, you know they're bringing it back to the schools? <clears throat> no. Really? Yeah, there was, um, I read an article that said, I think, and I think it was... I'm not 100% sure, but I'm uh, but I'm almost positive that it was for Pennsylvania. Okay. What magazine was it in, Kathy? Big Black Nude Men magazine? <laughs> Where you're getting all your D-pics these Kathy's days? Kathy's been sending a lot of uh, D-pics of African-American men. <laughs> To Casey guy. This is the one guy, and Kathy sent me an April Fool's one where it was him sitting there with a small penis. Uh, That was funny. It said April Fool's. All right, and then one last thing on this list of things that you can do to occupy your time if you do have extra time on your hands right now. Pickling is one of them, and we do that at my house. Pickling and jams and jellies. God, I mean, so your your son's really good with that stuff, and he has the commitment. I I am constantly cursed by my need to immediately be good at it. Okay, and I and I uh, it takes uh, some things. If I really love it, I really really have to love it to stick with it and stay at it. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but but uh, again, if it's something that let me try, and if I don't immediately get something going, I'm like, that no no. But tech tech based stuff, tech based stuff, take I will time. spend. And then yeah. that's something that so yes, and so I. So if you can if you can port that. I know. You know what I mean? Over to over to the other, other tech based. <laughs> yeah, the other tech based things you want to do. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, you know what? I'll have to see if I can find where I got this list. I, I, I'll try to locate that, Marissa. Marissa's. Hold on a second. What are we doing? Uh, oh, uh, we have a we have a special call coming uh-huh. in a moment. But anyway, I'll pass this information along. See if she can post this up. Tr- on tr- try it. <clears throat> Listen again to, to, to take a break from from things. Yeah, and just take it out for a spin. You may find you don't like it, but there's a couple things. Yeah, and this way. 
you know, you, you get involved in something, and that pandemic will wrap up before you know it. All right, I need to take this call. It is, hi, is your name Kim? It is. Kim, do you have something to say? Yes, I just won $500 on MMR. Yeah! <laughs> Nice. Kim, were you, did you enter the uh, the word joy, I assume? Yes, joy. And, and uh, this makes me joyful. Excellent. Yes! Hey, so did you, how did you enter? Using the app or text or the website? How did you do it, go about it? Text. Oh, you right. texted in. That's a super easy way to do it. We have another chance for people to win coming up at 10 o'clock. It's so simple. Uh, she just entered the word, Kim did, and then, uh, then we called her back, and now she's getting $500. Where are you calling from? Stepford, New Jersey. All right. Are you still working, out of work? What's your situation right now, Kim? I'm working from home. Okay. And it's awesome. What Good. do you do? I uh, work for TD Bank. All oh, right. Okay. All right. Well, nice. well, well, well I'm, I'm, we're glad to yeah. hear that. Yeah. Well, you have a safe place to put your $500 in. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. Kim. Thank you so much. Have yourself Thank a you. great weekend, okay? You too. All right. It's Kim. She yeah. went by Next opportunity comes up at 10 a.m., so do not miss your chance to win. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a second. We will talk to Kate Flannery when we return. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities, and right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. Thank you very much, Kath. So, Casey's out of studio. Um, Kate Flannery is supposed to be on. Is she calling us, uh, Marissa? Do you know? Anybody know? Marissa's getting yeah, me. Spo- I, I don't just, know. I just text. Can you hear me, Preston? I'm sorry. I can, but text- I, was, I was just saying uh, Marissa's giving me the I don't know gesture. Um, okay, I just texted Kate. I confirmed with her yesterday, so she's supposed to call us now. Okay, uh, then that gives me a chance to get to the Daily Rush Madness. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, we have settled into the shark region of our uh, bracket system for Daily Rush Madness. And the two videos that will face each other are the pudding guy. Wow. Versus the uh, Preston likes the smell of dicks. <laughs> All right, just the names alone are yep. keepers. Pudding guy and Preston likes the smell of dicks. Let's uh, let's try a little taste of the videos to remind you what they're all about. So here's uh, the pudding guy. Pudding is like gland. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> words. My, my glands were tingling with excitement at the news of additional puddings. There's moisture forming in my pantaloons <laughs> and other antiquated words that sound so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he looks like? Oh, man, he's got glasses for yeah, sure. I, I thought so, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps a bow tie. Yeah, I think and, and a tweed jacket. Go over. Star Trek Federation lapel pin. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had in my I'm glasses. The original series. Yeah. Never cotton much to the remakes. I hate pudding, and you have just made it worse. All right, so the pudding guy is going to go up against Preston likes the smell of dicks. That means Dick's Sporting Goods. We were talking about that. So here's the uh, 
Here's the clip from that. I brand new running shoes. <laughs> ah. But I showed them to my friends, <laughs> and, they and everybody immediately just... Yeah. Right up to the nose. Try no, they want to smell here. you. Well, I'll pass smell them it. around. Here you go. Thanks, Nick. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you know what? A shoe store in general. Ooh. Yeah, I think that. that. You guys are going to die when I say this. When I smell this, I think of dicks. I do like it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you Me do. Too. Now, uh, <laughs> isolate that, please. <laughs> Are you lifting up and smelling guns. underneath, or are you... Uh, yeah, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry, you mean the, the store. Yeah, that's what I meant, Dick. Sporting good. Casey, are you, are you good? I already sniffed them. I was in his office. All right, so those two videos, head-to-head as we speak, and you can vote for them. You can go to uh, PrestonAndSteve.com, watch the videos, and then place your vote. One more matchup that we'll highlight uh, before the end of the show. Case? Uh, as we're killing a little bit of time, Steve, I just had a bathroom uh, mishap as well. What, what is it today? Is, oh is there Steve? some sort of celestial bathroom thing going on? If you missed it earlier, Steve couldn't get his zipper working. And, it and I'm commando today. Stuck in the bathroom. Uh, oh, Are yeah, you? Yeah, wow, yeah, that that could have been bad. All right, Case? All right. I mean, mine is actually, I, I, I almost don't want to admit it, but um, if oh, Nick do. is on the line... Nick actually... Um, Nick might be making a phone call right now. Right. No, there he is. Okay, go he, ahead. He retweeted something yesterday uh, from Todd Fedorik's uh, Twitter handle. His, his father basically teaching one how to wipe their bottom right. using just one square of toilet paper. Wow. Oh. It's and it, and it basically yeah. involves just getting it all over your hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you can save one square of toilet paper if you just use your hand. Were you... Well, he, he... I was not attempting okay. to do that. Uh, however, uh, during the process of the very first... Oh, my God, this is swipe. so gross. Very first swipe. Yeah. Th- whatever I was holding broke, and basically it all... Went on your hand. Got on my hand. Wow. It was the... Kathy, I How do you thought, feel about that, Kathy? Kathy, I wanted to cut my hand off. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to die a little bit. Yeah, I, it's like the worst thing. Ever. And so and we have an addition to the list of things that are worse <laughs> yeah. than the coronavirus. <laughs> Steve, you know, this video that Todd Fedorik put out of his father, it's basically like the prairie way of wiping your butt, but you, you use your finger in the wiping process. And it's it's simultaneously hilarious and disgusting. Okay. And we should probably chat with Todd at some point because it, it's, it defies imagination. But he uses the single square not for the wiping purpose but to clean off his hand afterwards. Well, so here's my thing. It, if, you're, if you're at home... You have access. You can you can just quick if you need to step into your shower. You yeah. can you can do right. it. You if you want yeah. to conserve, you yeah. have the ability to with other water sources clean your butt. Uh, for, you know, honestly, no. for the it's no the ones on one square does not get it done. Now toilet paper's back, right? I mean, we're not. It's not like it was two weeks ago when uh, you went it was and still off the shelves when I went. Like completely empty. Yes, completely empty. Not one roll. Dude, but we, now we have gone yeah. this yeah. whole time. Without buying one roll of toilet paper. Yeah, we bu- we bought some as a gift for uh, our neighbor who's having a birthday. It's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing, but they actually needed toilet paper, which was great. But I we haven't bought one single roll of toilet paper. We had already been stocked up. You know, yeah. my mom would pick up the uh, toilet paper at, uh, at, <laughs> at PJ's. And uh, Marissa's in here touching things that I touch, and she uh, had basically didn't want to. She had her hands wrapped up. Had her hands all wrapped up. Sleeves, yes. But, uh, yeah, so same thing, Press. I mean, we haven't had to go buy I'm I'm already hearing reports of toilet paper returning to some, because people are starting to realize. Because, again, uh, (laughs) 
apparently there was there was a thought that this virus uh, involved massive diarrhea. <sighs> yeah. And uh, and that is uh, not the case. However, I, this is the same with me. We're doing we're doing fine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, well, you know, it's it's just one of those things. But mm. if you one go of those to, panicky things. Yeah. If you go to the supermarket, you will see that they're putting limits on things that people are hoarding. Right. So any sort of yeah. cleaning supplies, disinfectants, uh, toilet water. paper, water. All of that sort of stuff. Ear wiggling like, kits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they sell kits. They oh, sell yeah, kits. Glasses. Yeah, and glasses. A, yeah. And a whistle and zinc oxide. You can <laughs> right. And, and a bereaving parent. <laughs> and a bereaving parent. All right. By the way, so here's the audio of uh, of Fridge's dad, of Todd Fedorik's dad, uh, telling how to use. Okay. One square of toilet paper. Wipe your bum with one piece of toilet paper. <laughs> Is that his dad speaking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he sounds like a hockey player. You fold him four. He's folding it. And you tear the tip off. Okay. Then you open it up. (laughs) Then you put your finger in the hole. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you wipe your bum. And then you take the piece of paper like this, and you wipe your finger real good. Oh, I know. And then you take the piece that you tore off. And clean your nail with it. Oh, no, that no, no. That's, how you wipe your- <laughs> That's because there's feces under your under fingernails. Your nails. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no. So, uh-huh. Steve, you remember that scene in Escape from Alcatraz where the guy takes the axe and chops his own fingers off? That's what I do. That's Kathy. That's what I would do. I would do. Honestly. Oh, my God. It's it. Or that scene, Casey, in World War Z, yeah. when the, 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 the Israeli soldier, the female, gets bit on the arm yeah. and Brad Pitt chops it off. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah. That's kind of what I felt like wow. doing. And. I mean, I've I wash my hands three times. I feel like I need to wash them like ten more times. Oh my god! So should I go wash them ten more times? <laughs> yes. No. Uh, listen. <laughs> by the way, a good rule of thumb for people. By the way, and the, and uh, there's a little uh, uh, tip. If you're washing your hands a lot and you're not trimming your fingernails, trim your fingernails as much as you can as well. Obviously, you want to cut down on the amount of stuff that can get caught under your nails. You know, like your own crap. Wow, that's nasty. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know that. All right, uh, Kate hasn't called in. I don't know when she's calling in. Wait, is that Todd? Todd Fedorik's on the line. (laughs) We got got the fridge. Hey, fridge, how you doing, man? I know how to pull. My butt yeah, <laughs> clearly you've been taught from the master, your dad. Dude. The master is right. He's right. Jedi. Has, has this been a family secret for years and you just decided to document this? Or did he just say, uh, son, I have something that can help these people out? I think a little bit of dementia is kicking in. <laughs> it's the dementia. Now, a, little t- bit, a little bit of the uh, cabin fever. Yeah. You know, it just snowed up there in western Canada and... <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. I think they just found this new technology, and they just started taping each other, and this is what came out of oh their my beautiful God. minds. Uh, he, he's <laughs> an amazing. absolutely lovable guy, and he's certainly uh, imparting information. But there, at some point, I think you'll agree with this, Todd, soap and water needs to come to that finger. <laughs> Yeah, yes, okay. Yes, yes. That goes without saying. Uh, all right, all right. I mean, uh, th- then society falls apart once we're walking around with poop fingers. Wow. <laughs> Todd, how, how old is your dad? Oh, he's in his 70s now. He's in his 70s. Yeah, what, what does he think being, uh, you know, someone who's a little bit older and maybe a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, in the danger zone of, of everything that's going on? What's Where's his mindset? Yeah, I mean, we, don't, we haven't even talked about that. Like, we're okay. all communicating as a family, and mm-hmm. we're just... Staying with 
stay inside. You know, we yeah. understand that they're the ones that are at an age group that's at a higher risk. Yeah. Even even my family, my son's got a, a, a compromised immune system. So, like, when I go out into public, it is personal. Yeah. Stay away from me. You know what I mean? I don't want to get my kids sick, you know? So I might be sick, too. So I practice everything that I'm supposed to be practicing and and that, that's what we got to do, right? Yeah, and Todd, been, that's that's how they say that's vi- victory is through clean hands and not touching your face, and obviously the social distancing. Yeah, yeah. my daughter has uh, Crohn's disease, so that puts her, you know, in, in a more compromised immune system. So, you know, same as your your kid. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm doing it to to be village, uh, vigilant about that. Yeah. And it's just, you know what, you got to keep humor involved in this stuff, man. Everybody's trapped in their homes. you got to keep laughing through this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. what, I wonder, no one has mentioned, so we talk about clean hands, but what if your hands are encased in your own crap? <laughs> Would that protect you from the coronavirus? <laughs> like, you're, in other words, it's sort of a biological glove. <laughs> what do you, What have you been doing to kill time, Todd? You know what, um... I don't know. Not much. We've been doing stuff in the house. The kids, you know, it's pretty cool. The kids and the school systems that are in the area, I mean, during the mornings, they're in their classes mm-hmm. for two two hours. If they have a Zoom meeting, we break it up. We got we to gotta set the schedules for them. I got three kids, and they're all in school. So following their schedules has helped us, I guess. What, what, and stuff, so. what are their ages, Todd? So I got a fifteen-year-old, uh, a thirteen-year-old, and a nine-year-old. Okay, girl, girl. So you 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 found you found that they've been pretty receptive to this, and and you you think they're 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 getting their lessons properly. Oh, well, I, I think if we as parents, I'm not taking credit. I think if yeah. we as parents don't instill the, uh, the schedules for them to follow, they're just going to be farts in the wind. In <laughs> yeah, the house. you know what I mean. They won't yeah. do anything, and so I think that's we follow that guidance in the schools. They've kind of told us how to do it, and now we're doing that, and it seems to be working okay. okay. They're getting their stuff done, so. Nice. All right. All right. I do have one hockey question for you. Do you think that there's going to be any playoffs? Do you think there's going to be a return to this season, or do you think they're just going to ask it and uh, move on to the next season? Uh, it all depends on how long this goes. Like, I'm sure that these guys are meeting on uh, like a weekly basis, and then they're going to try and salvage – as much as they can. I think they're going to want to t- play for the Stanley Cup. I think the intention is there to do that. And uh, I think that there's, they probably have a date where it's like, we cross this date, we can't. Right. But I, don't, I see them playing through the summer. I see them extending the season or creating some sort of format for, for people to play. Because what, what are you going to do when we come out of this? Yeah. yeah. We've got to get back into the sports. We've got to get back on the ice and on the fields and on the it's going to be great when we get out of this. No, it, oh my that's God. right. It, it's yeah. it's going to be a massive rush, and, and honestly, that's it's all about the normalcy. It's returning to things, and there's it's it's going to be what'll be a new normal, and maybe we'll be more acutely aware of things. Hopefully, like this, like um, you know, looking out for people who are more at risk during any flu season, and making sure that we take care of uh, you know proper hygiene and everything and maybe this you know this will be a, a good step forward it's it's certainly a trial by fire but i think the end result could end up being a plus mm-hmm. it's it's tough love mother nature's given us all tough love <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey todd in your bedrooms <laughs> yeah hey todd have you, have you watched tiger king yet Oh, don't start <laughs> i don't want to watch it i'm gonna i feel like i'm gonna be i feel like i'm gonna be mad because I watched it, uh, but I'm going to watch it. Yes, I started it yesterday. Okay. 
Yeah, you won't be mad. No, you yeah. won't be mad. <laughs> no, you, you'll, yeah, yeah, you'll be. It's a little sad for some of the animals, but the the real animals are usually have handlebar mustaches. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's outrageous. Hey, it's oh. good good to talk to you, man. Thanks for checking in. We appreciate it. Oh, I love you guys. Love man. you too, <laughs> man. We'll see you. Todd Fedor, guys. Surprise phone call yeah, from him as he checks in. That's too funny, man. Um, all right. Well, listen, uh, I don't know what the story is with Kate. She hasn't called in yet, so we can move on to some other things. Um, okay. Yeah, I wanted to mention this because uh, we, we are doing things to, to kill some time, uh, as Todd was saying. And one of those might be gaming. Uh, if you're a gamer or maybe you never have been and, and now you've got the game system lying around there that your kids or your significant other has and you never play and you find that like, you're just trying some games out just for the hell of it. Uh, the place called The Strong, they are the self-described National Museum of Play in Rochester, New York, has announced the 2020 nominees, nominees for its Video Game Hall of Fame. We also run the Pudding Awards. Yeah, they do the Pudding <laughs> Awards as well. Okay. The uh, Video Game Hall of Fame. These are the nominees. Now, Steve, they run the gamut, and I don't know if there's categories or what or how many that they... that they. Uh, or is it more like a, a broad scattershot approach the way the uh, Toy Hall of Fame goes? It might be kind of like that, because let me read you the titles, and then I can go through the ones that are already in the, the Hall of Fame if you want, but... Uh, so here are the games that are that are up for nominations: uh, Bejeweled, okay, Centipede, yes, classic, Frogger, another classic one, Goldeneye 007. That was a great game. Goldeneye yeah. 007, set in motion, <laughs> that that shooter, that that, mm-hmm. uh, and there would there'd been nothing like it. That was the first game to sort of indicate to me that um, that games have uh, evolved past my expertise. Right. I was uh, terrible at that game. Well, you were wiggling your ears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Then you have Guitar Hero. That was a game changer. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, King's Quest. Yeah. Minecraft. I mean, talk about a huge explosion right there. Uh, NBA Jam. Nokia Snake. Don't know that one. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. I think Nokia Snake was when, uh, like, one of the first phone games. Phone games it was, yes. Okay. Uncharted 2, Among Thieves. Uncharted 2 is so good. Okay. If you you want to finish the list, we'll go back. Uh, And then the last one is Where in the World is... Carmen San Diego. So Uncharted nineteen eighty five. Uncharted two. If you if you've never played the Uncharted games, uh, Preston, the, these are your. Um, it you talk about playing a movie. They're puzzle solvers. So he's a like a male. He's Indiana Jones and Lara Croft and that sort of vibe. It's got wry dialogue. It's got um, uh, you know all of this cool sort of very cinematic stuff. But some of the puzzles and some of the escapes and some of the action and the shooting and everything, it's just terrific. The first Uncharted was a good game and gave a, a good tease as to what they could do. But when they hit when they hit the ground running, like when the, the second and third one, oh, my God, great games. And you feel as if you've played a movie. So the, the games that were uh, nomin- or inducted last year were Colossal Cave Adventure from 1976. Wow. I wonder if that was like a, a, text? a text-based yeah, game. Uh, Microsoft Windows Solitaire. That's a classic. That yeah. came out in 1990. My wife plays Solitaire. So she, she plays a number of games on her phone. She loves oh, like the classics. Backgammon, Solitaire, all Mind that Sweep. Stuff. That was Mind the other one. Sweeper. Yeah. Mindsweep. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that, was, that came with every Windows computer. Yep. Uh, Mortal Kombat was uh, inducted last year. Great game. And Super Mario Kart. 
Uh, those so those are the ones that went I, in. Last I was year. never massively into the Mario Kart stuff. Um, some of it's fun. Jason nah, loves it. And does I don't, he? I don't get it. Like, I mean, it's okay, but mm. yeah, he loves it. The it's, racing games were never a big thing for me. One of my favorite racing games ever was a game called Burnout Three. Oh, I remember that. Well, okay, you remember? So Kathy, I remember Burnout. One of the part, one of the in this game, one of the sub games was you driving into intersections like like as in whatever way you could to cause as much damage as possible so you'd go in fuel trucks would explode cars would careen into each other and then a helicopter would fly over the scene and estimate the dollar damage you uh, did yeah. okay. it was great the two racing games that i liked were there was one called rad racer nick do you remember that from when we were uh, probably in 6th 7th grade that was an arcade game right uh, well it, i i played it, it on my nintendo, nintendo. Game. yeah and then, yeah 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 and then rc pro am and yes. rc pro am was a racing game but you had you know the the cars were basically rc cars okay and um, my little brother was actually really, really good at it. I do remember a racing game that I liked. It wasn't your standard racing against other cars games, but that Simpson oh, yeah. uh, fun taxi game. Fun game. That was a lot well, you're going around fun. Springfield and you're picking up fares. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, you know, in another game, Preston called Midnight Club. So the problem with racing, a lot of times, like Gran Turismo and a lot of these games, mm-hmm. is that. Um, they're they're just you you need a little bit of of a of a of a, uh, of a fantastical level to it. Not you don't have to be flying, but so that you got a, a little bit of. I can't do this on a regular road. In Midnight Club, we were driving around, and your destinations or things that you had to hit with the in uh, across the city skyline were these columns of light you were heading to. Yeah. So at least it, it made the game a lot more interesting. I did like the racing games, and I do know about pretty much all of the ones that you guys mentioned because both my brothers played them. But Casey, I was actually. So good at RC Pro-Am that I used to beat my brothers at it, and they oh. used to get so mad. So I can't remember whether or not there was a final stage that you could win, but what I do remember is my brother was reaching a pinnacle that it was virtually impossible for him to lose, and maybe uh, about an inch away from the finish line, somebody came up behind him and oh. shot him with a missile, oh, and no. he died, and he uh, he almost threw oh. the entire... <laughs> game system out the window. He was so mad. That's when you gotta walk away. Mm-hmm. Spy Hunter was the only other driving That was a good one. That I, I loved. And that was the big cabinet. You sat inside of it. And it had the surround music and everything. I, and, I did enjoy that. And then they had a console version of it, um, which was pretty good. Yeah. Alright, so here, here are the ones uh, here are the ones that are in, uh, and these are in alphabetical order, so I don't know. The, the, the years are scattered as to when they were uh, uh, inducted into this uh, video game Hall of Fame. So, uh, Donkey Kong, of course, uh, Doom, Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII, I never played it, but I know it was insane. People popular. were addicted to Final Fantasy VII. I never caught that train. I did enjoy Doom, all the versions, um, you know, especially there was one that was one of, as far as a horror shooter, uh, just sensational. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, that's when that really started to take off. Yeah, and they, they got progressively better. Halo Combat Evolved. The first one, I believe. Is, it is? Yeah, okay. Halo right. Combat Evolved. I think that's the title for the first Halo. That, to me, got me back into gaming when that first Xbox console came out. Yeah. You remember, we had one set up at Y100. Yeah. They brought one in, and I got on it, and you could see in my face... Oh yeah, I remember you because you had kind of brushed off gaming, yeah. and then you you found that, and you're like, okay, this is my jam. Yeah, <laughs> I got my jam. Uh, and I have three testicles. Another one is uh, John Madden football. That was a game changer. Yeah, 
the Legend of Zelda that was nominated or inducted in 2018. I mean, that's they're the you know, they're the pinnacle again. If you want to talk about games that are emotion, Preston. Oh my God! You, you'll end up, Twilight Princess, man. Mm-hmm. You play that game and you'll cry. You made oh. a stone. Yep, absolutely. Even that first Legend of Zelda on the itty bitty Nintendo system yep. with its crappy little eight bit stuff. When it's scrolling at the end of the game and and it's reminiscing about the characters that you've met, and then yeah. the last thing it shows, and and the the music fits it, and it says, "And the master sword sleeps forever," <sighs> and you're like, oh, oh <laughs> "I did God. it! I did it!" It was amazing. I'll never forget the first time I saw that. Uh, Microsoft Solitaire, we mentioned that. Mortal Kombat, we mentioned that. The Oregon Trail is on this list as well. Um, Not familiar. I that, think that's an old, old game. Is that the one, yeah. basically a text game type? Nick? Of- yeah, kind of. Yeah, but you, uh, we played that in like maybe second or third grade. I mean, that was like on early PCs. Um, it was green and black. It wasn't even black and white. Uh, you could die of dysentery. You had to get across the country. Your wagon would go off the trail. Was it, was, it like uh, a, the Donner Pass, Nick, or something like that? Eh, or? Kind of. I mean, it may, maybe there was a Donner Pass aspect to it, but that was the first game. That I remember playing, and uh, and they did, they weren't afraid to kill you. Hmm. Uh, Marissa just pulled up, the, or uh, Connor did the video of the or uh, a screenshot of this of uh, the game Oregon Trail. So yeah, it looks mainly yeah text based. So hold on, Marissa. Yeah, the fact that you guys didn't play Oregon Trail blows my mind because this was my childhood. For you? Yes, on our Apple 2GS. No kidding. It was Oregon Trail, and you, you started with a family, and then you had to decide, um, you know, how much food you could get. You had to shoot uh, animals. I'm going to shoot. shoot. <laughs> you had to shoot people. Uh, yeah. to, like, forge rivers, and oh, you'd lose a daughter along yeah. the way. I've, and... I've, I told you guys not that long ago that I've become slightly fascinated with text-based video games. A lot of this goes on in your head. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but this had, this had you know, uh, pictures to go along with it the Oregon Trail thing did and the um, bison would give you the most meat right marissa yes. like if you, yeah you so if you could if you could uh, shoot a bison you'd uh, you shoot. Feed your, <laughs> you'd feed your family for a while but uh, there oh. yeah it was i mean you would just you your the game would end when you would die yeah, and okay. so they they just would flat out murder you uh preston they recently made it a card game available at target so if you, you know want to order that, you can I remember uh, try seeing that with that. the family. You're right, Marissa. I didn't know that that's where this came from. Okay. <laughs> uh, the other nominees or in, inductees into the uh, Video Game Hall of Fame were uh, have been Pac-Man, of course. One of the one of the ones that kicked off the video game revolution. I love pa- Pac-Man. Uh, Pac-Man. Uh, Pokemon Red and Green. Uh, Pong. Of course, they're going all the way back to the beginning. Uh, the Sims. Yes. Never could get into The Sims. My wife. So we we set up. You know, we got this this set up on the computer, and I remember her describing one night. And all video gamers have had this, where you start playing, you got your thing going, and then the sun's rising. Yeah. Oh, oh my <laughs> god. I've I've been at this uh-huh. all night. I think that uh, I think I'll bet you more female. Uh, uh, players than the male players for the Sims. At the least number, that's what I was. The saw. numbers on the Sims. Remember, they used to, there was also those games like uh, a farm or the the garden or, or the um, there were there were um, app equivalents that were huge for a while. I forget what it what it was, but yeah, uh, yeah. you know, but they were basically Sims games. All right, so I mean, I haven't played video games um, like. When I used to play Street Fighter 2, I would play for hours at a time, and I haven't done that in a really, really long time. Have have the controllers gotten so much better that 
You don't get that Nintendo thumb anymore? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you. So I've, I, when the Xbox came out and revised the, their controller, their super big, bulky controller, and then they got yeah. small. Uh, most of my games, my preference was to play on the Xbox. I now play on the PS4 more. Me too. Yeah. Because I, the, uh, it is, the controller is just the right size. It's I ergonomic. It. It's ergonomic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, I tend to love it. Preston, a game that I love, and I'm going to remind you of this game inside. Download this. Oh game, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that written down. Okay. Black and white inside. T- take dabble out, uh, uh, you know, with it over the weekend. Okay. But uh, the a game that uh, that you know the Resident Evil stuff, great. Resident Evil Four, one of the greatest games ever made. Uh, my son just lent out our Wii to a friend. Uh, because they've never played it before. Yeah, it yeah. still works, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. And they're great. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're the first the game that comes with it, the original game that, that has the Sports. tennis and the yeah. bowling. The bowling, is man. Still the and best. The go- and the golf. And yeah, the golf. Yeah. Uh, and a game called uh, Bioshock. The original Bioshock is an underwater city. You end up in it, and you and it's been abandoned, and there are these... Things and, and autonomous systems that are there, and it's sort of a horror game. There's nothing like it. If you can find the original Bioshock, play it. It's great. By the way, Farmville, Steve. People Farmville, are, people that's are it. In. That's what you were talking exactly. about. Exactly. Uh, but getting back to the Wii, actually, Mario Kart on the Wii was a, a lot of fun. If you could you put the, the little controller inside a steering wheel, you didn't really have to do that either. You could just use you the... Just uh, right, play you right could right just yeah. hold, hold the thing. But, it's you too know. sensitive, that game. At the at the end, so you talk about crying at like at the end of the game. At the, at the end of Bioshock, Preston, you have the option throughout the game. There's this they, these things called these things called um, I think they're called Big Daddies, and they're like big helmeted sort of robots. And then there are little girls who are sort of with them and that are drugged up. If you save these girls uh, at the end in the, in the in the coda to the game, not to, it's been out for a long time. So if you haven't played it yet, um, there's something so touching that happens with the girls that you have saved that it'll, it'll uh, it's it's one of the great moments in video gaming. All right, and here's some other ones that were uh, inducted into the video game hall of fame: Sonic the Hedgehog. Man, great talk, game. Talk about playing for hours, case. Yeah. We used to just play and play and play Sonic. The Sega Genesis was a that was a step up in in video game systems. How, House of House of the Dead. Uh, I first played on Sega Genesis. Uh, also, Space Invaders, Space War, Super Mario Kart. I had mentioned Street Fighter Two. Yeah, that was another. Some of these some of these games uh, when they got into their. Um, uh, their sequels yeah. started to get better and better. That's why, like Final Fantasy VII and Grand Theft Auto Three are the ones in here. But but Street Fighter Two, that was the one, man. I loved Unbelievable. It. Yeah. And then um, is, uh, Mortal Kombat was came right after Street Fighter Two. That was another really good one. But what I also liked was uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. that was all your Street Fighter characters versus Marvel superheroes. Yep. Uh, then you have Super Mario Brothers, which is, I mean, that's another one case I'd spend all damn day playing. Yeah. Can you go to line four for a second, Preston? Uh, yes. Hang on a second. It is JV. Jay, how you doing? You're on the air. Hey, guys. Baby Wheel. Baby Wheel. Baby Wheel. Dear Lord. <laughs> What's up, bud? Um, I just wanted to tell you, because he keeps bringing up the game inside, and I bought it at GameStop for like six bucks because it was a trade-in. Yeah. And the game's phenomenal. It also has a different ending. I don't know if Steve knows that. So I, I played one ending that was super weird and super cool, but you're saying, how many endings would you say there are? Two. There's two different endings. All right. Okay. All right. So there's, and, um, you, you know the one that, you know the one that I'm talking about that sort of ends up on the beach? Yeah. You can, you can Google the other ending to see what it is. All right. But basically what you have to do is each board, there's like, um, 
in it. It's not even like bored because it's like a straight through game. But um, there's like sections of the factory that you go through, or like the you know the city, whatever you want to call it, and they have numbers on the wall. Well, each each section of the city has a different switch you have to hit. If you get all the switches by the end of the game, you unlock the secret ending. Okay, ah. but it, but it, and, right. but you, YouTube it visually as a game. Isn't it just amazing what they do with shadows and light and everything? It was like super artistic. Yeah, is what I liked about it. It was like creepy. You don't really know what the story's about. It's hard to figure it out. But it's you know, you have to live. Moment. You have to survive, and that's all you yeah. need to know. Yeah, that's all you know. Yeah, and, and it's like they got a lot of weird things going on. There's like underwater girls that can breathe underwater. Yeah, yeah. And they chase you. And it, it, it's really creepy. It's, it's, I, I liked it a lot. It only cost me six bucks. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's a great game. Thanks, Jay. Yeah. Steve, did you ever play the Stanley Parable? I heard about it's it. It's a weird, weird game. Uh, my my sons wanted it, and you had to you had to, uh, to download this app called Steam and all this other stuff to make it that work. That Steam stuff is a pain in the ass. It was a pain in the ass, but we eventually got it going, and it's strange i don't i couldn't even sit here and describe it to you yeah, yeah it's yeah. really weird but it was a it was very surreal so kind of the stuff he was mentioning yeah about that is sounds in that realm it's in that that uh that range yeah uh so other games on this list tetris there you go that one entered my soul and and all of my being when i would play it a lot especially as a swimmer kathy when I was in practice oh, with all the at tiles the... at the bottom of well, the pool. While kids were drowning. <laughs> no, while your, kids were no, drowning. When he was a lifeguard. Yeah. When, no, oh, no, that's no, right. No. When, you, when your ears were <laughs> I'll tell you what, Casey. I remember such savage pins and needles from playing Tetris on my Game Boy on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, were you, you like you were rendered almost incapable of standing. That's how long you'd sit there. I remember that... a lot of swimmers doing that, though. Casey saying that they would play Tetris with the tiles at the bottom of the pool. Yeah, and so when you, when you did indoor swimming, that's when you had the tiles at the bottom of the pool and it's you know it, again when you're swimming jesus i don't even know ten thousand meters a, a practice or whatever it's uh you know it's kind of like what you do to pass the time huh. you know is look that at was the tiles yeah, yeah. That was the first and only game that ever invaded my dreams. I would have yes, vivid dreams about that. <laughs> yeah. I there listen, that's the moment when I when it does because it has happened over the years. If I have a dream about the game I'm playing it's time to stop playing yes. that game for a little yes. while because it's it's gone too far. War games will do that a lot. Uh, the Wolfenstein games did that. Tomb Raider uh, did it for to- me. Tomb Raider, when you have a puzzle. I wonder if I did this and you're thinking about the thing and it just haunts you. God of War did that. And the God of War series is, again, another amazing one with that where you press and you're just like... You're dreaming of, <laughs> it's like, oh my God, uh, is, it, is you feel like you're living in the freaking Matrix. Right. Yeah, that did happen with me uh, with Tetris, but also with Candy Crush. And that's when I yeah. stopped playing. I'm like, I cannot, because I was playing before bed. I would lay in bed, play a little bit, and then go to sleep. And mm. I was dreaming about Candy Crush. I'm like, okay, we got to be done with this. Yeah, game. you were hardcore. I, I, I love if, Candy yeah, Crush. Yeah, my... It was such a time killer for me. Anywhere I would, if I was sitting in a doctor's office or in line at Target or wherever I was, it was just a time killer. But yeah, when I had a dream about it and i had to stop <laughs> yeah Kath, there's basically a disney version of of candy crush that you can use and and uh my brother turned me on to it because what you can do is you can basically win disney emojis uh-huh. as a as a result so uh, and and same exact thing i'm like all right i'm it's i'm thinking about it and i'm seeing these these figures when i'm not even playing the game Russ. mine was snood 
Snood. Not from air. Um, it, it, it's Bubble Breaker. I think Bubble Breaker is the one where you shoot the... Uh, shoot. <laughs> Jesus, I, I, apparently I love shooting games. Yeah. Uh, you shoot the, the bubble at like the light colors and then they all disappear. Isn't that Bubble Breaker? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. They had huh. this blue guy that looked like Grover from Sesame Street, huh. and I would just dream about lines and lines of this blue snood guy. Okay. I'll tell you a game snood. that invaded, started to invade my dreams a little bit, Preston, was we were talking about Dragon's Lair. The oh, original, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? No kidding? Yeah, I mean, because okay. that was, because no one had seen anything like that. And also, do you remember the arcade game Terminator 2? I do. I love that scroll. game, man. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, with so the, good. Well, uh, with the machine guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was a uh, great game. I mean, I must have spent hundreds of dollars on that game. Yep, not as good as Silent Scope though. Silent Scope's great. Was awesome, dude. That was the first uh, sniper game I ever remember playing, and I'm like, well, you're playing, you're playing the sniper game at home now. You have the oh well, yeah, Sniper you, Elite yeah, Four. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I'm I'm. Uh, I'm now just trying to, to max out all my weapons. I've finished it several times over, and I'm just going back, and I'm doing all the requirements you need to do to max out your weapons. But, uh, but yeah, Silent Scope. And any, and I think there was one, was it called Airwolf? That was kind of yep. like, it was the precursor to that Terminator game. Right. With the ma- little submachine guns or the, the Uzis that you used. I love those. But those the, were the, great. The, the machine guns in Terminator 2, when you, and you'd start to shoot the, uh, the flesh away from the... Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. From the Terminator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so the last two lit games on this list are Tomb Raider and World of Warcraft, and that's the whole immersive world. The term, the, the Tomb Raider reboots recently, the last two games, tremendous. Yeah. Uh, so once again, the ones that are up for nominees this year, Bejeweled, Centipede, Frogger, GoldenEye 007, uh, Guitar Hero, King's Quest, Minecraft, NBA Jam, Nokia Snake, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, and Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Can you hit Jay? He has a online one. He has something about racing games. Hi, Jay. You're on the air. Good morning. Oh, hey, man. How are you? Uh, my name's Joe. Hi, oh, Joe. Okay. What's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, I got to I gotta touch up on some of these games here, man. You guys are overlooking a lot. Like, first off, I think, like, you're either a racing game player or you're not. You know, like, that kind of defines where you're going to go in your video game, you know, uh, yeah. adventure. So you know what, 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 what's your favorite racing game of all time, Joe? Um, you know, I had Pole Position on Atari. Pole Position. I used to love that That was game. a great game. Yep. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. What? But Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Okay. Me. Not much a racing oh, game. It's not a racing game. It's a race. But, yeah, but a good point. So you're, you're more of the old school stuff. You're not like a Gran Turismo kind of guy. Nah, nah not really. Like, I'm like a Dark Souls kind of guy, in, you know, in the new stuff. Okay. All right. All right. That. That's something, by the way, if people ever flirted with the notion of getting into the video games, there's there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it, they are time killers. Uh, you're not really learning how to knit or make pickles, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but still, it's it, they are a lot of fun. So, yep. I right. play for a week straight. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Absolutely. Joe. Appreciate it, man. All right. Well, uh, you know, if you got the time, you can do that. And playing those older games, you can find those online pretty easy and free. A lot of times, you can download Inside. Um, I think it's on Xbox, and I think uh, PS, uh, play, uh, PS4. PS4. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
cool. All right, but anyhow, these are up for uh, nominations for uh, Strong, which uh, has the Video Game Hall of Fame. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We have another opportunity for $500 going out the door, maybe to you. We will find out. Bizarre File Stories are on the way next. Stay with us. And Jane Seymour is going to be on the show, too. Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, let's do this. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. It's the last matchup of the day, and it is in our Hey Bitches section of the brackets. The two that are facing off against each other are Bill Weston's Church Reading versus Doodle Peen. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's going to be a tough choice. You're going to have to decide. Bill was uh, in one of the categories, and he, he got knocked down already. It was one of the Bill West videos. We'll, we'll see how he fares. Let's uh, reminisce about this particular clip. Here we go. Bill is a elector. He's a lector, yes. And so he speaks at church. Can you yes. imagine being yes. at church, and, and you hear the other people that are kind of speaking like this, and Bill steps up to the microphone. <laughs> and then Jesus. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. Said Peter, you'll be the third leg of the stool. (laughs) The word of the Lord. The Romans are the low-hanging fruit in this scenario. (laughs) Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. (laughs) I give this resurrection an A+. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that video is going up against Doodle Peen. Here we go. They're the doodle variety, so they get really hairy. So you have so we're to talking them. doodle peen. Yeah. Doodle peen. <laughs> that was a kid's show, wasn't it? Doodle peen? Hi, I'm Doodle Peen. <laughs> <laughs> On today's, today's adventure, we teach you how to shave your ass. <laughs> shave it real good. <laughs> doodle peen. Showing you how to groom your genitals. Uh, and yet again, another video you really need to see. <laughs> There's an animation that goes along with that. It's the best. So yeah. after all, these are the videos that we're voting yeah. on. I mean, you know, just the the audio, the radio side of it, it, it might add a little bit more when you see it. Uh, so you want to go to PrestonandSteve.com and watch the videos and then uh, go ahead and place your vote. All right. We're going to get into the Bizarre file Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, I do have some stories. Uh, let's begin with this one. The Central Asian country of uh, Turkmenistan claims that it has no coronavirus cases, but if you happen to utter the word coronavirus while waiting, say, for the bus in the uh, white-marbled capital of Ashgabat, there's a good chance you'll be arrested. That's, that's, like that, that's because the Turkmen government run since 2006 by the flamboyant dentist rapper strongman Gerbangali has reportedly banned the word. I'm not even going to try to say his last name. Well, right. you know what? I will try. It's Berdi Mukamedov. So Gerbangali. Uh, Berka Mekka Likahaini Likahaini. 
government, the government has for, forbidden state-controlled media from writing or uttering the word and has ordered its removal from health brochures distributed at hospitals, schools, and workplaces. So the possibility is there is actually coronavirus there. They're just not acknowledging it. Me as, a, as an outsider, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, police officers are also arresting people who wear face masks or discuss the pandemic in public. Wow. Uh, Reporters Without Borders said in a statement, we urge the international community to react and to take him to task for his systematic human rights violations. Uh, Turkmenistan's uh, neighbor to the south, Iran, is one of the country's worst hit by the coronavirus. So I think there's a good chance we're probably going to get a little, over there. little taste of that. But this guy is a rapper and a dentist, you said, right? True, yeah. We, and let, a strong let's, man. let's hear him yeah. out. And, and a strong, strong man. man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, this is a sweet story. Uh, an Ohio arborist with a bucket truck is making a strong entry for Son of the Year award. Charlie Adams hasn't been able to visit his mom, Julie, at her Ohio-assisted living home because of the uh, restrictions. So he came up with a clever way to visit her without violating social distancing rules. He Adams owns Adams Tree Preservation. And like many tree services, he's got a truck with a bucket attached to an adjustable boom for trimming hard-to-reach branches. So the truck's boom is tall enough to reach his 80-year-old mom's third-floor window. That's great. So he drove over for a visit. He said he checked with Windsor Estates Assisted Living before he came over, and they thought it was a great idea. Uh, The staff has taken great care of his mom, and he appreciates everything that they're doing to keep residents safe. Uh, But it's been tough for everybody. So he he lifted the bucket up to the window, and they chatted about family for about 10 minutes. And he asked if she wanted any books or movies to entertain herself. His wife, Corey, was on the ground with their dogs because his mom likes to see them. And his wife took photographs of the visit, which uh, which went uh, viral. Uh, so yeah. ways to get creative. Okay, I, I had this part stapled to this. this. is a completely different story. <laughs> Would have been interesting if I went into this that a man died in a hospital after he was crushed by a cow that fell on him. Whoa. So the bucket had a yeah. cow in it. It had a cow in it. It, it fell. fell there was a guy it's and it landed on him. Story. Terrible. No, yeah. it says now this is out of the UK. So I. You hear the term bullocks all the time, right? Yeah, bullocks is sort of like, uh, I always assume that you're talking about the balls or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, balls I've heard it referred to, yeah. but it says it was cru- this guy was crushed by a cow and a bullock on a Victorian farm. Like a Sandra Bullock? Maybe Sandra yeah, Bullock yeah, yeah. was riding the Possibly, cow yeah, yeah. and fell on him. No, then I, maybe that's the UK version of speed. I don't know. And, and I've heard also bullocks can be BS, but uh, all right, a bullock apparently is an animal. All right. Uh, of some type. Uh, it says, it did, well, it just shows a picture. Another term for a steer. Okay. All right. I got you. Okay. A cow and a bullock. So a cow and a bull. Then what is fish and a chip? Bullock. A bull. bull. B-U-L-L. Oh, my God. Right in front of us and we couldn't see it. 78-year-old man was working at the farm last week when the incident happened. It's believed he was loading livestock onto a truck when he was crushed by the animals. Wow. Uh, He was flown to the hospital but died last Friday, bringing the number of workplace fatalities this year to 15. You know, farmers, uh, that's one of the most dangerous industries you can work in. Because of being crushed by livestock? That's an utter catastrophe. I never. I I put these stories together. Sometimes I'll, I'll be sitting on a story for a day or two, and I won't even think of that. It's just not part of my. Yeah, it's just not part of my DNA. Okay, how about this one? <laughs> Residents of Rexburg, Idaho, noticed uh, police outside of their homes on Wednesday morning, and they say they were surprised to find that the officers were chasing a loose moose around. Why don't you forget the moose? <laughs> yes, for a moment. 
A um, loose moose? You mean like a slutty moose? Yeah, it had, yes. <laughs> it was wearing, uh, it was wearing yeah. stilettos, Steve. It's sashaying down the street. Rexburg Police Department and Idaho Fish Game Cons- That's a very loose moose out there. Very sexual. Conservation officers had to chase the moose through several neighborhoods until it was finally tranquilized behind a church. And authorities say that the moose will be released about 25 miles out side of town. Uh, so uh, we're talking about a moose. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Now, how about this? A group of friends out snowmobiling in Newfoundland ended up rescuing a moose that fell into a tree well, and the incident was uh, caught on video. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? <laughs> Mark- the moose fell into a tree well. So I'll explain. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Mark Weir posted on video to YouTube showing what happened when his friends spotted a trio of moose walking across the edge of a pond. Weir said he and his friends decided to investigate after seeing one of the animals fall out of sight. So it, the snow was really deep. Yes. And there was a tree well, and I guess some of the snow covered over the top of it, and the moose slipped and fell down into this hole. And I saw the video of it. It's like down in a in a crevasse. Okay. Of sorts. Yeah. But um, the group uh, found that he had fell in there, and they, uh, they had showed video of them using shovels. They dug a path. For the moose to climb out. Hi, the what's your name? Oh, it's a lo- it's the same loose. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> loose moose. <laughs> All right. Why don't you forget yes, the moose? We will for a for moment. A moment. All right. One last story. Uh, Malaysia's government has drawn criticism for telling women to dress up at home and avoid nagging their husbands during the coronavirus <laughs> lockdown. Yeah, that didn't go over too well, did it? The controversial posters, yeah, I think they've lifted this, but uh, anyhow, the controversial posters circulated by the country's Women's Affairs Ministry on Tuesday issued advice on how to avoid domestic conflicts. This is the Women's Affairs Ministry. Yeah. One of the illustrations said that women should refrain from being sarcastic if they need help with household chores. Uh, another woman, uh, another told women to avoid nagging their husbands and attempt to inject humor by using a voice similar to the anime character uh, Doraemon, a blue robot cat popular across Asia. Why don't you use a funny voice? Uh, the ministry <laughs> also urged women to dress up and wear their makeup while working from home. What did Hansel refer to the Malaysian prime minister as, the claymation prime minister? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, the posters immediately sparked a fierce backlash on Tuesday with critics accusing the government of sexism and promoting gender stereotypes. <laughs> you think? And yeah. there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Uh, so we should be getting a call from uh, Jane Seymour. She's scheduled to be on at 10. She'll be coming along. What is uh, she saying that with Kate Flannery pressed? And yeah, that's why. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Kate. They, they started boozing it up a little bit. Oh. I know what I can mention, and Marissa, I apologize that I haven't said this all morning long. We have a lot of things on our plate, but Marissa had this great idea. It is now set up. Is it on PrestonandSteve.com? Okay. So we've decided to host an AMA live on the air and ask me anything. Love this. And this might be, who knows how we'll, we'll exactly roll this out, but it was Marissa's idea. Essentially, it's an AMA blog on PrestonandSteve.com. 
And you can click on one of the members of the show and submit a question you would like to ask of us. And we can go through and kind of have some fun. If there's something you've always wanted to know or if there's something someone has said that you haven't understood or there's whatever it may be, um, you can just fire away and we'll see what we can get to. We also included a general show section, show question. We wanted to ask a general question about the entire show. Right, right. You can do that as well. Uh, so you can uh, get your questions in now. We'll collect them and then answer as many as we can during the show next week. Hang on a second. Nick. Yeah. What? What? Did you just hook up that microphone? I'm looking at you on uh, FaceTime here. What's this all about? Uh, I was going to ask if it sounded any better. It sounds a lot better. Yeah. It does. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I got it last night. Rodney was able to drop it off, but it, I, I couldn't get it to work properly this morning. So I just got a call from Rob in the engineering department, and yeah. he talked me through a couple of the steps. Uh, it doesn't sound right in my headphones yet, so I'm well, going to have to tweak that. It's a little that. different than, than, than Kathy's, but it's still better than what it was before. Now, do you have what they call the brick, the unit there? I have an iRig, Steve, so it's still through the Comrex field tap. So we're, right. we're this is a work in progress. But All right, we're getting there. What it sounded like okay, cool. All right. You'll um, sound perfect just by the time the pandemic's over. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But though what Rodney and the engineering staff has managed to pull off is nothing short of miraculous. All right. In the meantime, we got to do this. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Now your rock refund keyword. All right. The word you want to use is open O. P-E-N. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do it. You can fire it over in a text to our special contest short code number, which is 45911. Remember, it's a special short code. It's not the regular text. It's 45911. Or if you want to automatically be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, Enter it on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, uh, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are at WMMR.com. And it's sponsored by friends at A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. So the word again is open, O-P-E-N. So get on that now. Send it over, if you will. Uh, Kathy Romano is uh, holding up a phone. She's giving me a thumbs up. Oh, looks like the call's coming in now, Kath. So we'll get to that in a second. We were, I think she was checking on the status uh, of our next guest who is calling in. So uh, anyhow, the word is open. Make sure that you uh, you submit that and get that entered in. And if for some reason you are tied up and you can't do it right now, we got several more chances for you to do it today. Pierre has got it at noon and 2. Jackson has it at 4 and 6. And then Jackie Bam Bam with your final chance for the day and the rest of the week, uh, 8 o'clock. But we'll start it again on Monday. All right, uh, we're ready for our next guest. Uh, she is one of the most lovely women we've ever had in our studio. And I mean that both physically and uh, as a as a, an individual. Just, uh, yeah, a wonderful person yep. and could not be sweeter and always has a lot going on. She does. And, uh, in fact, uh, we just spoke to Rob Riggle and she's in a movie with him. The, a movie in, with, that De Niro's in. Yeah, it's wow. called The War with Grandpa. Nice. Please give some love to the one and only Jane Seymour. Yay! On the program this morning. Jane, good morning to you. Good morning. Where are you? Uh, are you at home? I assume, and and if so, where is that? I of course, I'm I'm in Malibu, so you know I'm not really suffering. Um, <laughs> I mean, I am because <laughs> right. I have not been out of this house since I came back. From, I was filming in Madrid. I was there the day before they closed down Spain, so I only just got out. But um, so I've been sequestered here and uh, kind of. Um, 
become a bit of a farmer, actually. I've been growing um, vegetables and uh, taking the eggs out of my chicken hutch and uh, distributing them to people that need them. So, or having people that are allowed to distribute them, distribute. Them. Well, well, yeah, no, that's very that's very cool. So obviously, now you have now you you paint, right? You uh, you, you we know you design jewelry and painting. I do. So, so Malibu, yeah. where you are, has to be a, a provider. Do you do mostly landscapes or still lives, or is just everything up for grabs? I do pretty much almost anything. I usually paint flowers, but um, these chickens and I have become um, <laughs> somewhat bonded. And I have far too many really pretty-looking cockerels, way too many of them. So um, actually just in the last couple of days, I painted two oil paintings of cockerels. And one of them I did um, with um, somebody that lives in a retirement community in Dallas. It was arranged as something I could do for part of my open-hearted challenge. I, I thought, you know, would be great if we could encourage people to do something they uniquely could do to make a difference to someone in the times we're in right now. So I painted with uh, two pe- two ladies. One was Jean, who has ALS uh-huh. and uh, is confined, obviously, to a chair and on a ventilator. She can just about move uh, one of her hands. and She likes to draw and she loves flowers and plants. So I was showing her how she could use this kind of brush stroke thing that I do by attaching it to her hand. Mm. And we spent about 45 minutes talking about these things, and I demoed things. And then later on, I spoke to um, a lady called Pam, who likes to do oil paintings, and we both painted together. It was really cool. So you were painting in in the retirement home and in her room, and I was painting in my room in 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 Malibu, and we both painted cockerels. That's great. So you were doing that over Zoom, correct? I did it, um, whether it's Zoom or, yes, I think it was over Zoom. And uh, but the great thing about it was that uh, I really got to connect with these these ladies. We had the best time, and That's you know awesome. I thought I was doing it to help other people, but actually it really helped me because <laughs> I this whole thing has just gotten me to into such a state that that I, you know apart from cleaning the house and cooking and farming and whatever it is I'm allowed to do right now, I the one thing I should be doing is is the painting and designing and um i'd kind of you know lost that and so now I, you can't get me out of the art studio i'm in there every day now it's it's been healing for me and and it was just so satisfying to know that i made these women's days and you know hopefully i can encourage people to look at what it is they do and just go you know what i can do this for so and so you know whether you're a cook or whether you you know you're just really good at talking to people on the phone and <laughs> making them feel you know talking about you know, fun times you've had, or or my sisters. Oh my God, they're hilarious. They actually cook together over the phone. Oh, that's cool. Or over um, the Skype. video. So, yes, so I mean, they do. I... the whole family, all in their own little sequestered <laughs> places. They all make sure they have the same ingredients, and they do it together, like just like they're in the kitchen. So, so I've, I've, um, I'm putting it up today on my Instagram. It's going to say hashtag Open Hearted Challenge, and we're just asking everybody to come up the challenges can you think of something that you've done or someone else has done that made a difference today to somebody where you opened your heart it means a lot. It means a lot to people who are because there are some people. I think a lot of people, such as yourself, who obviously is someone who seems to be always on the go and doing multiple things. To have that curtain sort of come down and, and sort of um, put a put a stop to that is a little bit jarring. But I think as people come out of that and start to channel those efforts into things as you're doing, which is reaching out to other people. I mean, thank God we have this technology available where you can, you know, help people paint to do that stuff. Amazing. It, it, yeah. 
Makes... Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many people I know, you know, have kids home and they, you know, can't remember anything about school and, and they can't wrap their heads around that. <laughs> Parent, you know, parents teaching children is a nightmare. So uh, one of my kids uh, was um, asked to teach math to um, to uh, uh, his nephew, actually. And um, and they've bonded, and the nephew loves him now and loves doing math. And, uh, you know, I didn't know my kid could teach math, but, of course, you know, he did it more recently than any of us. I mean, I still, I still did math in England with, you know, 12 pennies to a shilling and 20 shillings to a pound. <laughs> I still can't figure it out. shillings to a guinea. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even have decimals. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a... A terrible, you know, dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jane, you you had mentioned your uh, your Instagram account, and I, I'm going to have to start following you. Do you post any of your bikini pictures on your Instagram account? Sadly, that's where they find them. Oh, <laughs> sadly. Well, not sadly, because they, uh, you do a search mm-hmm. on you, and um, they all come up, and yep. uh, and the general consensus is you are uh, age defying in ways that people have no. <laughs> Perception of what? Maybe it's the chickens. I don't know, <laughs> but, but you're you're well, you, you, you look sensational. Like well, thank you. You know the the, the crazy thing is that um, it was like a joke the first time I did it a long time ago, uh, but it wasn't a joke. I'd just gone through a horrible divorce, you know, and um, I was feeling very very less than. My girlfriend gave me a bikini. I laughed at her and said, "Don't be ridiculous." <laughs> And she said, well, you've been so distressed, you've lost so much weight, you should put it on. So I got my son, Sean, who's a photographer, to take a photograph of me. He said, Mom, really? No, no, this is awful. I can't. And I said, okay, I'll bribe you. You take this photograph of me, and then you can take whatever photographs you want for your portfolio. So that's what we did. And uh, somehow it ended up on my Instagram or somewhere, and my Instagram, I think, and um, and then it kind of took off, and then and then I, I'm watching CNN one day, and they're discussing. They have a panel discussing <laughs> me wearing a bikini. <laughs> and, and it's like whether I should be or not. And I just thought, okay, the world has really, yeah. you know, this is really really sad. Yeah, we're, we're, we're voting for yes. Yeah, I, I yeah. was, well, you know, I was on holiday recently, and I was not wearing a bikini, but I was swimming and enjoying myself in the sunshine and. And um, I kind of, I, you know, I, I actually only reason I did it the few times I did was to, you know, try and encourage people to feel good about being healthy. You know, I'm not out there doing crazy diets. I haven't done all the plastic stuff. You know, I just, um, you know, I, I, I eat, you know, sensibly and I work out. I try to anyway when I can. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people give up. I think I think I'm in the don't give up. <laughs> love it. Well, speaking of not giving up, there, there's a great show on Netflix called The Kaminsky Method, and you're in season two. And the dynamic between you and Alan Arkin and Michael Douglas is just great. And, and I loved seeing you uh, come onto the cast for season number two. Um, but the, the home where they filmed your scenes, your character's home, is unbelievably beautiful. Where did they film those scenes? Uh, in a studio. Oh, oh! You mean when we went to? Um, you mean when we went to Santa Barbara? Yes. Oh, the, yes. Um, actually, uh, where was it? I think it was somewhere near Malibu, near where I live here. It wasn't actually Santa Barbara, but it looks just like Santa Barbara. And of course, they put us on horses, and Alan's not allowed on a horse for insurance purposes. And and they kept saying to me, you know, do you know how to ride a horse? And I said, did you ever watch Dr. Quinn? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think I think you can let the horse walk with me on it, uh-huh. you know. 
And they're all like terrified. But uh, no, I love that show. And I loved working with Alan. It was it was really fun. And, you know, I've been doing a bunch of shows recently now where I've been wearing a, a gray wig and and um, everyone loved it, the look on, on Kaminsky. It was a wig. It wasn't my real hair. But now with the coronavirus, um, yes, my gray hair is coming in <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> I have an inch of gray hair. I didn't even know I had it. You know, I so religiously had it colored and honey blonde. But there you go. <laughs> but um, I've had fun. Like you said, I did a war with Grandpa with De Niro and uh, Cheech Marin and... Uh, Oh, it was so much fun. Rob Riggle was, as well. Um, we had Rob Riggle on, and he's in that cast as, as well. Yes? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. he is. And, and, and you know what? Um, I haven't seen the film. Um, it was sort of held over for various other reasons. Right. I'm hoping it comes out soon. I've got a bunch of movies that eventually everyone will stop watching, you know, all the best things on Netflix, and some of these movies might come out, we're hoping. I have to tell you, um, last night, but, and I, I kid you not, on, on Epics, the Epics channel, Live and Let Die was on, and, uh, you know, that that oh, yeah. it, and that movie still looks looks great, and, and I think that had to be one of your absolute first roles uh, as a Solitaire, correct? Um, yes, well, I was actually in a series in England at the time called The Anedon Line, and that's where they found me. Okay. Um, and I'd done some other things in England. It wasn't my first role, but I was I was 20 years old. It was my first major motion picture, um, and uh, definitely a game changer for me in, in many ways. And I, I was very, very young, and they were looking for someone to play a virgin, and there weren't many left at that time. <laughs> I was about as close as they could find in. You know, imagine Austin Powers. That was the London I was living in, you know. Oh, Hawkeye. right, right. Yeah, I see your point. You know, yeah. Shiny knee-high boots, and uh, and I was not that girl at all. I was, I was you know, wearing... I was being very virginal and very classical. I, I was a classically trained uh, ballet dancer. You know, I'd never intended really to be an actress. That came by default when I hurt myself. So thank God, too, because I was not a very good dancer. I, what, I was what? more of an enthusiastic dancer than a, you know, I certainly wasn't built for it anyway. What is but, it like um, for, for, no for a, young, a young actress? I'm sorry to interrupt. We have a delay on, on this, uh, uh, our communication yeah, no, here. No, no. But, uh, but what is it like for a young actress filming their first motion picture? It's got to be, it's got to be, uh, it's so much fun and exciting and, and barely being able to contain your emotions, I would think. Uh, I would say terror, panic, fear. Wow. <laughs> um no, I, I was, um, no, I actually, it, it was very, very exciting. But, you know, the Bond films are very big. They're like, it's like such a big, big thing. And and uh, Roger Moore, uh, you know, was someone that only, you know, a year or so before I was asking permission to be allowed to watch on television <laughs> from my grandparents. So, you know, to suddenly be doing bedroom scenes with um, Roger Moore and, hanging out with all of those people was was quite a heady experience plus we were in jamaica and new orleans and pinewood studios uh but it, it was it was magic it really was it, well, it was an extraordinary experience also you had this so that was the point at which there was roger moore's first james bond movie the world was focused in on this replacement you'd had connery had left there was george lazenby and then roger moore had played the saint um, you know, and and so all these things are in motion, and so you had the the hyper focus on this film. So uh, you know, the, I mean, they 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 don't release movies like they they used to, and this was I remember the rollout for this was just stratospheric. So uh, that you know, it, it, it had to, yes, overwhelming. So I wanted to ask you on the chickens. <laughs> Go yes. back to the chickens. Uh, okay. a, fr- a friend of ours has chickens, and she contends that. Um, 
though you wouldn't think it, they do have personalities. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, do you discover that? Or, oh, yeah. are, are they actually good pets? Um, you know, some of them will let you pick them up. Yeah. Um, some of them will definitely peck you. Mine, mine are pretty friendly. They don't peck. Um, I think they like the real estate they have. You know, they have a nice view of the ocean and we feed them. <laughs> um, I think they're really great pets, actually. Um, but at the moment, I have, like, way too many of them. And uh, at one point, um, our local grocery store had run out of – there was no chicken anymore. You could not find chicken. Right. So we were trying to figure out whether we had to, at some point, possibly – um, use some of them as food, and right. I just didn't have the heart to do that. So, um, no. How but many, they are, how many do you have? quite beautiful. I think at the moment about 48 of them. 48 oh oh chickens? When I say I'm farming, I am farming. My, so my, my daughter and my grandchildren um, took, they found out, they researched, and they found there was a homeless shelter that could not get eggs, and they were desperate for eggs. So um, today, I believe, they are bringing these eggs to the homeless shelter. They've got three dozen eggs they took. Wow. And uh, they were so excited because they wanted to do the, the open-hearted challenge, and they said, oh, we'll take eggs. So uh, my daughter uh, told me that the, the girls, because of the virus and everything, are not going to be physically handing them over. She'll do it with masks and whatever. But they were very, very excited. And, and you know, um, I, I grow a lot of the vegetables I grow I don't have, you know, tons of land for it. It's It was sort of a gully right. um, that um, turned into a garden. But pretty much everything I grow is grown in pots. And so my daughter in her garden uh, with her children, they've been growing their own vegetables. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing to do. I think, you know, some, there are some good things that have come out of this crisis. And I think one is people are actually taking time to talk to one another over the phone or on yeah. Skype or Zoom. People are connecting. People are realizing there are things they uniquely can do. You know, maybe retired teachers or people who are saying, you know, I can help teach some of these classes. Um, I think people are reaching out to one another. And, uh, you know, I I just um, I have to hope that when this is passed, that there will be a new normal. And I hope that some of the kinder, more open hearted practices that we are doing will continue I think I think you're right, and I think I've I've heard that echoed a lot, and I think that's a sentiment that's that's worth believing in because we're seeing people um, reacquainting themselves with just you know listen we 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 are always very busy and a lot of times don't have the time to think about though we should about you know reaching out and doing something kind for other people and uh, this this is you're seeing a resurgence of this and i'd like to think that what you just said is right that we're going to find that the new normal will have a lot more of that mm. well you know people are challenging people to do sit-ups and press-ups and whatever and but planks and <laughs> right. i thought well, why don't we challenge them to do something they uniquely can do to help someone else and and uh, i thought that would be a much more fun challenge and and so far it's made me happy, and it's it's kind of triggered me back into, yes, I am going to paint something every single day. And, um, you know, it, so it is – it's exciting. It's fun, and um, I, I need fun right now, and I think we yeah. all do. We, we, we have to figure out what we can do. It's – it's um, uniquely difficult time and uh, there you are entertaining us on the radio thank you <laughs> well i wow. love the, i love the idea yeah jane if people want to get more information about open heart and so on what uh, do you have a hub for that information you to, yes you can go to my instagram jane seymour 
Um, I, you can tell it's the one with the most followers. That's my actual. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. I think it says official or real, or it's got a blue tick, or however they do that. So. Got it. Um, and uh, you can just join our challenge. Hashtag open-hearted challenge. I love it. That's it. it. And uh, post a little video of yourself or someone you know or just tell a little story about it. Only like 30, 40 seconds to say, hey, you know what? I decided to do this today or I did that last week or I've got a friend who did this for us and just, you know, because you know what happens? People will read these and they'll go, wait a minute, I could do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it'll be it'll be a good virus. <laughs> yes, I like that. Yes, it will spread virally. I love it. Excellent. Uh, Jane, you're such a, a, a lovely person. We appreciate you taking some time out and uh, uh, take good care of those chickens and hopefully we'll talk to you again in the very near future. Thank you. All thank right, you. thank you. Jane yeah! Seymour, guys. She's the best. Oh my God, I love her. She's 48 just, chickens. That's a lot. I was thinking like 12. six or eight yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Like I have neighbors that have that many. I thought it was just a little happy. She's got 48 chickens, handed out three dozens of eggs, three dozen eggs. That's, yeah. uh, that's cool. That is I, great. I like her. All right. We will take a break. We still have a couple more things to do before we wrap for the day. We haven't even gotten to Trash and Music News and Lesson Question. That is coming up next, so make sure you stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, one of those things we need to do is today's lesson question, and we're going to find out if you were listening throughout the course of the show. We have a digital download of Sonic the Hedgehog, and the question that I will pose to you this morning is... What is Lori Laughlin's husband, Mosimo's new last name? Yeah. It's from early this morning. I'll give you a hint. It's somewhere in Philadelphia. What is Lori Laughlin's husband's, Mosimo's new last name? 215-263-WMMR. If you're listening early this morning, maybe you know the answer. So you should call in now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And this morning, brought to you by Godshalls. Godshalls fully Kirk. Cooked. Not cooked, cooked. <laughs> Fully cooked turkey bacon it's is uh, wonderfully cooked. Uh, six months shelf stable, ready to eat, <laughs> and needs no refrigeration. Each serving has six grams of protein, making it great for sandwiches, camping, and family preparedness. Uh, available at Weiss and Acme. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Preston, despite the coronavirus, virus, Ruth Bader Ginsburg continues to work out with her personal trainer at her private gym. The 87-year-old Ginsburg reportedly favors weighted dips with an engine block. Oh! Unbelievable. Shane. Unbelievable. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan announcing the release of her first single in 12 years called Back to Me. Lohan says many people have been asking about her music over the years, but she finally decided to ignore their requests. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Tom Brady has purchased Derek Jeter's former 32,000-square-foot Tampa Bay home. Brady says it will be the perfect place to practice social distancing because the master bathroom and master bedroom are in two different zip codes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, let's see if we can get a winner. And the question we have for you this morning is what is Lori Laughlin, uh, Laughlin's husband, Mosimo's new last name? 215-263-WMMR. It's Rob. I'm going to go to first. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Hey, what's up, man? Yo, bud. Juniata. So, uh, Juniata Park. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Hang on a second, bud. 
We're going to set you up, and you got a digital download of Sonic the Hedgehog. The world needed a hero, and we got a hedgehog starring James Marsden and Jim Carrey. Don't miss the movie. The critics are calling entertaining and action-packed and an awesome adventure for all ages. You can get it on digital starting now. Own it at on uh, Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD on May 19th. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! What the f*** is this? All right, it's brought to you by Dietz and Watson, the official deli meat, cheese, franks, and sausages of the Eagles. Start your uh, pregame with their fan favorite, 100% all-beef franks. Daryl Hall and John Oates present Hoagie Nation 2020 has been rescheduled. So Why? pass along that information. <laughs> uh, what could possibly be the reason for that, Preston? The new date will be Friday, September 4th. And it will be at the Man Music Center. Oh, um, yeah. Where was the? Is that where it was, was going to be? At, at the, at it was at the Man. man yeah. Okay. It was at the Man. Yeah. Right. So hold on to your tickets. All tickets will be honored. For any further ticket inquiries, reach out to your point of purchase. So once again, September fourth at the Man. That is a new date for John uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates present Hoagie Nation twenty twenty. Metallica will donate $350,000 to nonprofit organizations providing relief to those impacted by coronavirus pandemic through the band's All Within My Hands Foundation. Those grants include uh, $100,000 Feeding America, $100,000 to Live Nation's Crew Nation Initiative, $100,000 to Direct Relief, and $50,000 to USBG National Charity Foundation's Bartender Emergency Assistance Program. The band will also continue to raise money through its weekly Metallica Mondays streaming series. Uh, fans have so far raised $15,000 during broadcasts of wow. concerts from the group's archive uh, with live streams occurring every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Dave Grohl recalled his friendship with legendary metal act Pantera in the latest edition of his newly launched Instagram series called Dave's True Stories. Uh, Dave first saw them play live when Foo Fighters were asked at the last minute to appear in the 1998 UK version of Ozfest. Uh, Dave recalled saying, "I stepped to the side of the stage and witnessed what I can only be what can only be described as the most awesome, most brutal, brutal, most vulgar display of power known to man, Pantera, ladies and gentlemen, in all their glory, absolutely destroying the stage. Panicked that the Foo Fighters would play after Pantera." Dave said, I would soon have to follow this historic ass-shredding performance uh, with my version of post-grunge alternative rock. Thankfully, we managed to make it through uh, the gig without having bottles of piss hurled at our faces. So I considered it an incredible success. It just made me uh, think there for a second. Press. How did you describe the uh, haunted... Get your ass destroyed. <laughs> That's what I... T- I was thinking of the same thing. And David said, ass shredding. Uh, so Dave's friendship with Pantera, especially uh, Dimeball. Uh, d- it's okay. Dimeball. You're almost there. Dimebag Daryl Abbott. You say lots of words. And Vinnie Paul Abbott. Uh, continued through the years and while. No sad, bro. It's Friday. No sad, bro. Uh, continued through the years and while the story took some of the usual Grohl twists and turns, he ended up saying, Dime and Vinnie have since passed on to the great gig in the sky, but. Every memory I have of them is a joyous one. I am so lucky to be honored to have them 
uh, even just uh, a little. So, what is this? Oh, this is here. Here, here you go. Scream of the Scream, stop number two, Base Motel, Haunted Day Ride, tonight at yeah. 6 o'clock. Such a good time. It's going to be a beautiful night tonight. Yes, absolutely. Just cloudy skies, a little bit cool, perfect for uh, getting your, your ass your funk on. destroyed <laughs> by uh, being scared. Why did your I just say get your ass destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's one of my finer moments. Get your ass destroyed. destroyed. Sunday, 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 get your ass destroyed. Okie dokie. Uh, Music collectible manufacturer Knucklebones is expanding its line of ghost action figures. Uh, Available for pre-order are figures of the elderly Papa Neil uh, character, or Niall, I guess is how you say his name. (laughs) N-I-H-I-L, Niall, so annihilation, nihilistic. (laughs) Yeah. Niall's from other uh, things like Niles. Niall Rogers. (laughs) Niall Rogers, Niall's from uh, Frasier. Uh, The River Nile. Complete with a stage backdrop and two of the nameless school guitarists. Now you can play with me. One with a black guitar. (laughs) (laughs) And one with a white one. Hey, you cool cats and kittens. Oh, no. no. (laughs) Now you can play with me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you cool cats and kittens. Now you can play with me. And my little toys. It's Papa. Papa. Mm. Papa Niall or Neil. Whatever. Uh, each highly <laughs> detailed figure is limited to 3,000 copies, hand-painted, numbered, and comes with a certificate of authenticity on the base. And then I saw a ghost. Uh, the hand-made figures are currently in production and slated to ship in the fall of 2020. Actually, they look good. There's a couple of they—they got their pictures up here in the studio, pressing the Pantera figures, and uh, yeah, yeah, some good stuff. Knuckle Bones does some pretty cool stuff. I've seen their thing there before. They're ones that that they did Ozzy, didn't they? Yeah, they try to keep it as you know, they don't take liberties with the. Uh, uh, the structure of of the the person they're doing it looks spot on like them. So uh, each statue sells for one hundred forty nine dollars and ships worldwide. One last story: Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist John Frusciante has released a new album under his Trick Finger alias. Uh, the disc called "Look Down, See Us" consists of four tracks of acid house music uh, that can be streamed via Bandcamp. Uh, <laughs> what do you like? Acid, sound like ass, and I was thinking of ass destroyed once again. I don't know why. Rashante will also... I didn't like that attraction. <laughs> they destroyed my ass. Rashante will also release two additional track fi- Trick Finger albums in the coming months. A follow-up album called She Smiles Because She Presses the Button will be released on June 3rd. She puts the lotion in the basket. That's kind of what it sounded like. Yeah. A third untitled LP will follow later in the year. All three albums are being put out by Frusciante's new label, which is called Evar Records. The greatest. Evar. Evar. Which he founded with his girlfriend, uh, Marsha Pina. Uh, It's described as an experimental electronic label emphasizing genre-defying transitory hybrid musical spaces with music for the brain and body alike. What? Uh, all right, and that's it. We're ending it there. That's all, all I have in... Uh, Preston, you see my text? No, I did not. I got some bad news. Oh, um, what was it? 
Bill Withers died. You know what? You. Steve just told me oh, that. Off yeah. Air. yeah. Sorry to be a downer. I don't know. No. I know you don't want to end on a, on a down note. I just, I love Bill Withers so much. I do too. Lovely Day is one of my favorite songs of all time. And we it's were, just, it, it just sucks. We were yeah. just talking about it and talking, uh, uh, Nick, that uh, Preston, you said you were watching at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and he wasn't able to get up and. Um, and perform. Yeah, he didn't want to perform. He, uh, but he did have. He, he was there next to people as they performed his songs. And I was like, why isn't he singing? But he, you know. he died on Monday. He, he was eighty-one, and it was a heart complication. So I don't know if it was coronavirus related or not. I don't think it was, Nick, because apparently that, as Preston said, he's you know he was he was in a a frail state. Uh, but yeah, man, that's this such a oh, great song. I love this song so much. And the sunlight hurts my eyes. Crazy was used. In 127 hours, yeah. which um, oh, yeah. I, I, it actually kind of makes sense because prior to, uh, I forget the gentleman's name, but prior to his arm getting uh, lodged in between those rocks in the middle of the desert, it was a lovely day. Yeah, I, And I'm, I'm pulling up his listing because Use Me is one of my all-time favorite and songs. And then you use me. Oh, oh man. I, when I, I, I have a sound system outside by my pool, and when we open up the pool... I like to crank that up and put it on. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it just it just it makes it all come together. You, you tuck your penis between your legs, right? <laughs> Dance around a little bit. Uh, Weird. You know, another another movie. We're talking about movies that use his his songs uh, in um, uh, Notting Hill. They use "Ain't No Sunshine." Great song. In this really awesome scene where they go, they they he's walking down the street, and they show a a, year, a time of, of of an entire year pass by. The seasons pass by. And ain't no sunshine. He's depressed because he yeah. you know, lost his girl. It's amazing, and the song fits just perfectly. Uh, just the two of us. Another, Lean on me. Another beautiful song. Yeah, that's um, that's sad. But boy, he leaves behind a legacy of some fantastic music. So that's really sad. All right. Anyhow, with that, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and uh, come back in a moment with the letter today for the word of the week prize and hand out that maybe to you. We'll find out when we get back. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. No rain, no rain, bro. It's Friday. No rain rain all weekend, which is uh, great, too. No sad, bro. It's Friday. We need to make shirts or stickers or something like that. Oh, my goodness. I would like to thank Jane Seymour. Yeah. uh, For being on the show this morning. She is lovely. She's such a joy to talk to. And, uh... Yeah, she's like the perfect woman. She's wonderful. Yeah. Just chickens. And nothing really to promote either, just calling to, uh, to say hello. Although she was talking about the uh, the Open Heart Challenge. Yes. You know, she does this Open Heart Foundation, and they, they do all kinds of charitable things. And uh, uh, you can check her Instagram. The information is on there uh, about the the challenge, and it's maybe to inspire other people to do some, some uh, constructive and cool and fun things and helpful things. She was feeling a little down and found that this really made her... Feel much more engaged and better, so mm-hmm. it might work for you if uh, if you try if you try it. I should say. And we got to see uh, Kate Flannery was supposed to be on. Nick had spoke to her just minutes before our interview, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So we got to check. <laughs> no, I didn't. Make sure everything's cool. What? I didn't talk to her today. I talked to her yesterday, and she was oh. down and ready to do it. And so I, I don't know what happened to her this morning. Although I assume she just probably got drunk last night. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> or one of her chickens got sick. That too. Uh, anyway, uh, Pierre Robert is in the studio. That means we can uh, move forward giving away our Leather Day Word of the Week prize. You ready to try that thing out? Yes, let's go. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. O as in ozone. All right, and we do have 
This is the giveaway now to caller number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. The Tenacious D uh, ticket. So give us a call right now. Caller number 8. You got to know the word. And if you do, you win the prize. So uh, let's get on that. Uh, you're entering in a Friday. Getting ready to open that up for everybody. Yes, I yes. am. Yes. Everything good in your world? Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle's good in your world. Sorry. Yes. Bill's in here. Annabelle. It's... He's right over there. I had to say good morning to him. By the way, Casey did a, uh, a poll on his Instagram asking because Bill says Annabelle's not funny. And uh, Casey did an Instagram uh, a poll and it came back 75% said it's funny. I can't believe it was only 75. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? What are those other 25 people what doing? What are they thinking? What? That was, was Bill Bill's Weston. Family. Yeah, and his family. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Uh, you got some good stuff planned tonight? I've got good stuff. I mean, we have uh, more opportunities to win dough. Before I uh, mention that, um, if, you know, we got seven times a day this rock refund. So Amazing. you guys get it twice at 8 and uh, 10. I have it at noon and 2. Jackson has it at 4 and 6. And Jackie even has it at 8 p.m., uh, which is so cool. And uh, so seven times a day, chance for 500 bucks. But we had it the other afternoon. And... Um, the company called the winner. We had the winner. It's a nationwide contest, but most of the winners come to Philly, yeah. and quite frankly, most of them come to MMR. <laughs> but um, we had the winner, and the the, the uh, person from the company called the winner, and they didn't pick up because they didn't recognize the uh, number. Yes. And then it automatically, the rules say it automatically goes to the next person and the next number. Oh, oh, we call them. Okay, Bill just giving. They said five times. So this person saw an unrecognizable number, probably, you know, with zero zeros on it or something. Didn't answer it. Um, so they, you know, it, it was one of our listeners. So just a word to the wise, and we've just started this contest. This is the first week. We've got another couple weeks of, uh, of it to go. And so um, over that time, if after we announce the word uh, seven times a day, Give, you know, for that next half an hour to 40 minutes, answer your phone. Yes. All right. In fact, I actually had one situation where a friend uh, and a a listener to the show had to call me to say, is this for real? Is this number for, you know, and I'm like, yes, 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 get back in touch. You won. Yeah. And uh, but that, yeah, it could throw you off because everyone's now so spam caller conscious. Right. Uh, Don't uh, don't worry about that. Right. It's not going to be. Uh, a prince from Africa who's no. looking for uh, money to find his fortune, then he'll give you diamonds. Right, right. Kathy? Hey, so speaking of when you you get a call from the station, I don't think this is going to happen for other people, but when, w- at least for me, when I get a call from the station, no matter who it is, you know, it comes in as the same phone number, and it says, possibly Paul Blake. Possibly Every single Paul time. Blake? So, who, yeah, who works in our, our uh, sales department, and he, so... You guys he, broke up years ago. <laughs> no, he, so he, he's the one that, that owns the uh, phone number that comes from WMMR. Well, Kathy, I get uh, Andy Summers from XTU oh, down the seriously? hall. <laughs> yes, oh. because, because I guess I stored the business line as her number one time, and so, yeah, when, when the station calls me, it's Andy Summers calling me. Oh. Wow. All right. Well, listen, yeah, if you're going to enter the contest, be ready for an odd phone number to pop up. That's good news news. when that happens with a good, you know, 40 minutes afterwards. So, all right. Uh, Let's see if we can uh, give something away here. I'm going to go to uh, Mike, who's caller number eight. Hey, Mike, good morning. Morning. Mike, what is our word of the week, please? Tango. He said tango. 
Ass damaging. Yes. <laughs> ass damaging. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Ass yeah. destroyed. Close. Okay. Close. All right, so, Mike, you got it right. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets to see Tenacious D, the Purple Nurple Tour, twisting hard to the left, and that's going to be October 7th at the Met. All right, my man? All right. Congratulations. Hang on. We'll get your information. We'll set you up with that. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Uh, so we, we didn't find out what you have coming up on the show today. Uh, well, so we got the rock refund again uh, uh, two times, uh, and that will be at noon and two. We have cool workforce blocks, including uh, Mike McCready's birthday coming up on Sunday. You're listening, Nick. Pearl Jam will be played. Uh, also CSNY. Also uh, the music of Nirvana. So uh, all of that and much more on a Friday plus the vinyl cut. Excellent. Maybe one of the new songs, Pierre, because uh, there's some really cool McCready guitar riffs on the new record. So oh, cool. uh, I don't know what, which direction you're planning on going, but he's got some awesome guitar work on the new album. I'm going to the North Pole, baby. The North Pole. He said, which direction? All are you the way going? to the top. <laughs> yeah. I'm going. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. That's right, man. And it's all rock and roll. Yeah, I'm thunderstruck. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to thank our sponsors. Uh, the President's Steve Show is brought to Baby, you today. hold on to me. Uh, by Godshalls. Godshalls. Teach your children. Uh, fully cooked. Now it's every artist. Brown sugar. Okay. Uh, Godshalls fully. I've got satisfaction. Cooked turkey bacon is six months shelf stable, ready to eat, and needs no refrigeration. Huh. Each serving has six grams of protein, making it great for sandwiches, camping, and family preparedness. Smoke on the water. Available at Wise and Acme. Also, uh, Acme, speaking of, you can now enjoy convenience and ordering your groceries online, and every item will be selected and brought to you right to your car. Uh, order online at shop.acmemarkets.com. Next week on the program, we got some big stuff coming up. Comedian uh, Tammy Pescatelli. Yes. Uh, staff from Tiger King will be joining us next what? week. Yeah, I think we have a couple of potential members on the program next week. Ken Jennings, the Jeopardy star. Just had the big blowout. He's the greatest. He's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time when it comes to Jeopardy now. Eagles safety Rodney McLeod will be joining us. Polly Perrette, the actress, will uh-huh. be on the program. And our buddy Frank Caliendo, just to name a few. We'll get some more, I would imagine. Of course, we'll do the MMR Rock refund and all that stuff. Hey, Ray John, have yourself a great weekend. Pierre is in next, and we will see you on Monday. Stay safe, everybody. Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Biggest problem with this pandemic is people are losing their damn minds instead of using them. Where's Gary Lauer in all of this? Next message. Do you think Jane Seymour's a Bond girl? She's Kitty Cat. Call me Kitty Cat. What? 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 An older lady made you touch her hooters? Grow up. Grow up. Next message. This is a big sloppy, greasy, shard out. <laughs> to all you people who have a garage full of toilet paper, while well, some people didn't get the memo and didn't stock up. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less. The world of comics has been growing for the past 30 years, and that's why Robbie Landis and Ben Morris are here to break it all down for you. Join the shop talk every Monday for the latest in DC, Marvel, and beyond. Find the other identity at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.